The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one, and we will be heard. Bondly Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Sports take. Geez, we have two days left in the month of September. How's everybody doing? That's why Derek you have Dunn. to bring that up, dude. I'm sorry, well, Derek. I apologize. I was I, in a I, good I mood going already. I, I was in a good mood. You were pounding down chicken right before the show started, and now yeah, you, pe- you you people are messing with my D gun time. See, I was I was trying to enjoy this chicken that my daughter made, and you're like, hurry up, swallow this, do this, and I'm like, wait a minute. What type of chicken? Fried chicken, man? No, she baked it. it was, uh, she, you know, she. She's learned the D-Gun seasoning techniques, and she that baked sound, it. That sounds amazing uh, right now. You know what I had to eat for breakfast this morning? What? A cup of coffee and some cashews. Mm. Oh, that's it? Yes. Breakfast of champions. Oh, you know what? Those yes. are two worst things. For, for I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I drink coffee on an empty stomach, man, my stomach is grumbling for like a half hour. See? I can't. I know people, you know. My wife, she can just down coffee, whatever, you know. Uh, I can't do it. I got to have something with it. Substance, something that's, yes. yeah, yeah, live a lot, you know, yeah. Bananas the same way. Bananas bananas are so good for you, but something about bananas, man, it's like, it's not enough, you know. I don't eat bananas. What? I, like bananas. I just don't like the consistency of them, man. You don't like bananas? No. I, I don't like eating bananas like, um, I, I know I was about to say raw bananas, but just plain bananas. Raw bananas. Uh, <laughs> raw, raw. Are you eating the skin too? What's going on? Here, I'm, I'm, I'm really? saying like I, like I like them if they're like in candy, like candy banana taste of candy, or uh, or like just not the pudding. actual fruit itself. Not yeah. that. Yeah, don't have a don't. If you make raw. banana pudding, you put bananas in it. Can't yeah. do it. 
Are you oh, really nasty? They start looking ugly and nasty. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the next no, day. Well, you yeah, leave them but... in there too long, they start getting brown. Yeah, you don't want to. Oh, yeah. You want to get away. But, from but, I can't. But the next it, day, the next day is fine. It's it's just that it's starting to ripe a little bit. But banana pudding, there's nothing wrong with that. A little banana no pudding. Moss. No moss. No moss. Really? Can't do it. Interesting. But you eat white castles, but you can't eat a healthy banana that has potassium, which is good for your body. But white you suck castles. down 35,000 white castle burgers. White castles is an amazing food, man. man. It's not know. even a food. Uh, it never keeps that, you going, man. That's the best product ever. In fact, you know what I'm eating for lunch? I'm already, I, I'm going to go downstairs and make me some white castles in a microwave. Just oh. for you, Derek. That one's dedicated Can to you. Can you do it yep. after the show? Because I don't want to see anything coming back. Well, up it'll have show. to be Can after you? the show because I don't have enough okay. time. You know. Yes. First oh, of okay. all, first of all, we need these these breaks to be about a little longer. They're I know when I do radio. Minutes. Yeah, when I do radio, they're about seven minutes. You know, oh, yeah. six seven minutes. Yeah. These are these are right at three minutes. You know, Xander makes them right at three three. You know, right at it. You know, Xander. Two minutes fifty nine seconds. Oh no! And see, you make a valid point because to my right. These drumsticks and my biscuit with jelly and butter on it are calling me. <laughs> so as soon as we hit this first commercial break, I'm gonna be going. I'm gonna be down on this so fast, man. It's gonna be like Olympics eating. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, man. Uh, I gotta sit there and smell it for the next. Poor guy. 20, oh, yeah. He's got to wait minutes. twenty more minutes. All right. So uh, big day today for the Eagles. How about the accolades keep rolling in here? So they've had three straight players of the week. Okay. Yep. Now they have a player of the month in Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, named the offensive player of the month in the NFC. How about this, guys? How about this start? 66 of 98, 916 yards, completing more than 67% of his passes, four TDs, just one pick, not his fault, 106.5 passer rating. He's rushed 37 times for 167 yards, and he's got three rushing touchdowns. Not a bad little start for the first three games for, you know uh, for number for one. That? You know what I give him for that? A bonus? Ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. There it <laughs> is. an ah, da, da for that? I'm just yes, curious. How do you spell ah, da, da? I'm just curious. Ah, da, da. A-H. Dash. D-A. Okay. D-A-H. Ah, da, da. You need to get a sweatshirt or a t-shirt. Oh, you got to copyright that. that, man. I love it, man. That's and put it in the in Barrett's own dictionary. It's very important to Barrett. What is that hoodie? What is that hoodie we're rocking? Oh, that's a little Ralph Lauren, you know. That's man? cool, man. Oh, Ralph Lauren. Oh, yeah. nice. no, but uh, oh. Adada, is like you know, there it is. That's there it yeah, is. I know what it means, it's, but I'm just curious if you know how to spell it. Just like long story long. That's another one that goes into the Barrett personal dictionary. Hotter than fish grease. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You, you need- guys. You guys, I, I feel I feel right here because you guys actually listen to me. I appreciate that. Well, I ain't going that far. Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't stretch it. Yeah. Derek, Derek, yeah, just, yeah. Some things yeah. get caught yeah. with Derek and some things go right out the other ear. Yeah, I mean, you know. I, but, no, no look, yeah. nonetheless, I mean, think about it. We went into this season and for a lot of people, a lot of people didn't believe. Right, right. Some did. And a lot of people were on the fence when it came to Jalen Hurts. And I, I put myself on the fence category. I, I was, was on the fence? Yeah, let me see. Let me see you do this thing. Well, was, I on the fence, was I on the fence, guys? You were a believer. Exactly. You were a believer. You were a believer. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. yeah but hold up, hold up, man. You were also a believer in the Raiders, okay? So I'm going to give you your yeah. 50-50 right now. But right, you were. Right, right, you right. stood your ground. You were a believer. And I was yes. like, come on, B. Brooks. We got to see it first. Yeah. I, just, so, I was just a wait-and-see guy. That's all. There's Mama Brooks. Now, Good is morning, that, is that, Mom. Ken, is it Kenlock or Loke? How do you say it? Kenlock. Kenlock's Ken Lane. Yeah, okay. yeah. Kenlock's okay. Lane. Yeah, that's my mom. Kenlock. Kenlock is a place. 
it's it's a it's a, it's a uh, suburb in in um in St. Louis. Really? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, it's it's a small look, but it's like one of the roughest neighborhood uh in St. Louis. You know, crime per capita it was worse than anywhere else in St. Louis. So it's like wow. And that's but everybody, you know, it's, it's but it's exactly what the name Kenlock is. Everybody's Ken and everybody's locked in there. So that's where it was. I wonder a few that got out. You know what I mean? So so is that is that a real uh town or is it just yeah, a, Kenlock, a yes. for a town? Okay. Kenlock was the, the first black town in St. Louis. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah, it's 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 uh it's pretty rough, man. Like I was like we got bussed out out to McClure, McClure North. Probably probably about an hour, maybe fifteen minutes to an hour away from uh, Kenlock, you know, just to get in the good school district. Like we didn't really? even have a police station. We didn't have a police station. We got policed by the county. The county police would come in and police us. No okay. kidding. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. That's why I had to play football. That's why my mom made me play football. I didn't. Nobody really liked. Well, I didn't. I didn't like to play football. Football was not my cup of tea. You know why? Football is hard. I didn't <laughs> like playing football because it's very very hard. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so you didn't like you didn't like the physicality of the game? No, no. Physicality, running, hitting people. I wasn't into all that, bro. I want to play yeah. basketball. I want to be the first Charles. I want to be the next Charles Barkley. He's mm-hmm. the first. I want to be the next Charles Barkley. But at the time I was only six foot three. Um, I wasn't I was on six foot three, about 230 pounds my senior year. You know, I, I told you I played tight end too. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say that's tight end size right there. Yeah, so I, I was really, I was really, um, now it was nothing for me. Like if I didn't go to college, because wasn't nobody really going to college in my, um, in my family. Like there's a, a mm. few that went to college in my family, you know, but like from from my mom, my my pops, and all that. No, nah, I was I was I was good with working at the. Everybody in my family worked at the post office. Mm-hmm. So I was good with going to work at the post office. I just thought that I was in line to go work for people. Like my even my brother works for the post office. You know what I'm saying? Philip. Philip works for the post office. Grandmother, uncles, aunts, you know. Here's one from St. Here's one only only what? Only is uh, I'm from St. Louis. He's speaking the truth. Okay. See? <laughs> okay. All right. Who says that? Who's that? Which what one is, is that? Only as oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe okay. it. I, right. I, I don't question anything, man. That's, yeah. that's one of the few things I believe, Barrett. Said, you know, tell me no. I wonder a few things, <laughs> but yeah, man. But like, you know, I grew up and and bro, everybody around me is looking the same way as I look. And so, I mean, I didn't say anything different from anything else, you know. So, people say, Oh, you know, you lived in a poor neighborhood, but I didn't know I was poor because everybody else was living just like I was living. Right? Oh, wow. I got everything essentially that I wanted, you know what I'm saying? Right, I got the essentials, but you know, yeah. what I mean, it's not like it's not like you know, anything other, you know. I didn't I didn't want for anything, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't going out there playing in Nikes and stuff like that, you know, just, just yeah. wasn't that wasn't that type of party. Gotcha. But you know, gotcha. it was right. it was cool. It was Very cool. I enjoyed good. I enjoyed my 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 uh my my um Upbringing. my childhood. Yeah, yeah. my childhood yeah. It was, it was, even it was when fun. you even when you were shooting people with BB gun <laughs> in your ninja costume. In your ninja costume <laughs> with the fake sword. You know all the dirt. Oh, yeah. man. Why did my brother come on? I'm man? telling you, man. It was, I think Mama Brooks might have spilled those beans too. Um, so, what's up, everybody in the chat section? Everybody listening, everybody streaming. Yeah, as we mentioned, look, you know, when you get up to a three and zero start, and your offense is humming the way the Eagles' yeah, offense man. is humming, and the quarterback's playing the way he's playing, you know, he's he's what he's doing is he's making the naysayers into believers. Those who were on the fence, like I was certainly believe and the people like Barrett who bought in are you know not surprised that he's playing this well I didn't think he'd be playing to this level um you know yeah. I, I think I, he deserves a lot of credit I think Sirianni Steichen 
adding A.J. Brown. I think it's a combination of a lot of different things that have this offense really humming right now. And I'm telling you, I, I don't think we've even scratched the surface. Like they haven't even real, they didn't run the ball that much last week. I no. mean, that, there's this offense and the way Jalen Hurts is playing, man. And this is going to be a real challenge against this Jaguars team that is a, a so far a real good defense. But you got to be just blown away by the, by the way Hurts is playing thus far. Well, his his his, his uh, three game success is the perfect storm. It all started with him putting in a time out on the West Coast. Uh, the stories we've heard about him spending endless amount of time in the film session uh, at the Novacare Complex with coaches, asking the questions, going out there, rectifying the mistakes and OTAs and mini camps, uh, enhancing it, the organization for putting better product around him. You know, we talk about the addition of A.J. Brown, but I think a significant part of his success especially the last two games, has been due to the defense, the improved defense, adding Bradbury, a decent draft, uh, adding the necessary components, Reddick, Kazir White, to get the offense, the ball back more times than not, to allow that offense to do a lot of the things that it does, it has done. And you're right. Um, I, don't, I don't think we've seen the best of the best of Jalen yet. Um, you talk about them not being able to run the ball last week. That's because that's one of the few things Washington did well was stonewall the run, mm -hmm. but it forced three games. Now we've watched Jalen perform in three different type of scenarios. Yes. exactly. You see what I'm saying? And he's answered the question in all three scenarios, you know, do we have almost a thousand yards passing uh, in three games and, ha and make minimum amount of mistakes um, tells you that, Everybody who's invested in this young man, first and foremost himself, is really paying off right now. Yeah, I just love that we're seeing so many, so many of the things we wondered about. He's the spelling, like yes. he's not afraid to roll to his right. Yep. He's not afraid to, to you know drop a little touch pass in there, uh, yep. which wasn't a strength. He's working the middle part of the field. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's all been on full display, Barrett. And I think Derek makes a great point. First game, by necessity, he's running for his life, but he's still making plays. Second game, you know, he, he's he's hitting it. You know, it was feeding different players. Devontae, obviously, you know, with the big one and, and, and AJ. And then last week, you know, he's, he's just doing it in a number of different ways that make you think this guy's become a complete quarterback. And, you know, if you, if you listen to what Shane Steichen said in his interview, he said um, when he was getting interviewed by, the, um, by, by us, you know, the, the writers, you know, the reporters and all that. First thing he said, he commented on, we can beat you in a number of different ways. Um, we're not going to necessarily say, all right, we haven't been running the ball, so we're going to go out there and run the ball. We do whatever we need to do to win the game. If it takes Jalen Hurts' arm, we're going to do that. If it takes Jalen Hurts' leg, we're going to do that. That's why I was a firm believer in don't mess with his intangibles. Don't mess with what he does best. If he wants to run, on it, let him run. But understand that he understands that he, what he needs to do to make this offense work. I saw nothing wrong with the amount of times that he ran in Detroit. He has 17 rushes. And everybody's like, oh, he's not going to be healthy. Well, I mean, when are you ever healthy in the NFL? There's always something that can happen to you in the NFL. So I've already come to, you know, to the realization that you, if you're going to get hurt, you're going to get hurt. But at yeah, the end I, of the day, Jalen Hurts, is a, he's a player, man. He's a baller. And you know what? I don't think he's a risk taker. In other words. No, yeah, that's, a, that's another thing. Right. You know, he's not uh, Michael Vick. Well, to respect to Mike, Mike would take chances that he shouldn't have taken. And I think it, it shortened his career a little bit. Carson Wentz, you know, you know, challenging guys. 
yeah, Jalen's going to get hit sometimes because he the amount he runs, but he's not out there seeking it out, contact or anything. He's right, trying to get right. out of bounds. He's trying to slide. He's not pulling a Carson. He's, he's not, not doing that. No, he's not. You know? he, I think he, I think in that sense, there's a there's a Russell Wilson comp where I think Russell Wilson is very smart at knowing when to get down and get right, on the right. ground and those. He'll kind of stop, things. drop, and roll. He needs to teach Cubby that, you know, then stop, drop, and roll. He's gonna get decapitated. <laughs> he's gonna get rolled. He keeps, and I don't blame. Him. Look, you got to block for the guy too. But yeah, yeah I hear yeah, exactly. you. There. Um, no, but I think all those things are on full display, and and that's the beauty, man. Like he's showing you he can play at this level. You couple that with the leadership and the work ethic, man. It's all it's, it's all Whoa. there, you know. It's all front and center for you, you know. So the first game he showed that he can go out there and run, you know, and he had ninety yards rushing. Then the second game, he had to do a little bit of both. He showed you a little touch pass, uh, getting the ball out on time, you know. So, you know, he had to do that. And did a little running, had, you know, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So he took that and he said, all right, I'm going to go to the extreme. I'm going to go with passing. He only had 20 yards rushing, but he had over 300 yards passing the ball. So you could do whatever you want to do. Pick your poison as a defense. He's got defense uh, coordinators scared to death. Mm -hmm. Now, you know. Oh, I appreciate it. you have gone a long way since the, uh, the middle with a town to Harry. Yeah, appreciate that. But when you look at this Jaguar defense, everybody's up in their uproar about this Jaguar defense and how good they are. Yes, they are good. They are young. Um, but best believe there's a game plan on how to stop these guys. They do a lot of line movements. Line movements meaning they do a lot of ET stunts and TE stunts with the with the defensive line and linebackers. But understand meaning this. what, Barrett, they're doing that to meaning, create pressure yeah. because they don't think they can do it just in the traditional yes. way. So, so they'll have an in, slam down, and bring a tackle around. Or they'll bring a, uh, a tackle and slam into the into the uh, tackle and mm-hmm. then loop that end around in the inside. That You can generate pressure that way. But please understand this. When you do that to a running quarterback, you create rushing lanes for him. So you might see a lot more rushing in this game because of that. Mm-hmm. And also when you run the ball against – uh, fronts like that if you get one of those guys cut off from from crashing down you stop him from crashing down and getting to that other gap that's a gaping hole because everybody else is slanting too so if you cut off one guy man them running backs are bumping their heads on the goal post so the same thing make you laugh make you cry you can go in there and say all right we're going to generate pressure by this a big offensive line we're going to make them move their feet and do all these slanting and stuff like that but just get cut off just one time and they'll take it to the house, and that's you know that's that's what this 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 Jaguar defense has to also understand. But also, let's put things in perspective too. Let's look at I mean when, when I when, let me go to the roster. When I go to when I went to and, and, and looked at the game again, I didn't see the Chargers out there. You talking about the, the Jags game? Okay, no, yeah, I got Jags, you. I'm talking the Jags. I didn't see the Chargers out there. Meaning, what, what I didn't see the Chargers out there. You see a quarterback that's maybe sixty percent. Yeah, he was hurt. he's pretty banged up. Right. Yep. Right. Keenan Allen wasn't in the game. Corey Lindsey, the, the all pro uh, left tackle. Yep. Slater left the game. Bosa he, left. Bosa left. Come on now, JC Jackson. He wasn't. This team was the walking wounded. Going They're like the, the Baltimore game. Ravens of last yes. year, the Chargers. Yes. They are. So everybody's scared about this. When I'm looking at this film, like, this ain't the same Charger team that I saw two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not playing at the level that I saw them beat up on the uh, the Raiders. That's not the same team. So everybody's scared about what they're doing. Like I said before, Philly, I'm not worried about them doing what they need to do. One thing they're going to do, they're going to do the things that they didn't do right in the game before. Barrett, if let they me didn't ask- tackle right, if they didn't if they didn't run the ball right, they didn't pass right, 
they they correct what they need to do going into games. I'm curious. I I, I just want to pick up on something you said before we move on to something else with, with the stunts that, that Jacksonville's been doing. Yes. Do you think they'll do less or uh, do, do you do you view that as hey we're going to play to our strengths and you know That's if Hurts makes do. plays with his legs he'll make plays with his legs. That's their identity. They move around because you know what they're a smaller they're a smaller defensive line. They're smaller. Meaning they have guys on the outside that are rushing the passer that are small. Trayvon Walker is a small defensive end or a big linebacker. So, you know, you pick what you want. Uh, these guys, you know, like I, I look at the guys up front. They're really a 30 front. They're really a 30. They're just like the Eagles. They're really a 30 front. They're not really a four down front. Okay. They use linebackers in positions of defensive mm-hmm. ends. When you have those type of lineups, you can't just leave them out there. You can't sit them right there because they're too small. To, to, to go up against a guy like Jordan Malata or Lane Johnson. They're too small. They can't take that type of punishment. So you got to move these guys around. So that's what they're going to do, move these guys around. I'll tell you what, though. That's a real man, number 33. You know, Lloyd is a real bona fide line yep, the backer. Yep. Yes, he is. Devin Lloyd's a real line. You're going to have to block. You're going to have to block. You have to account for where he is in the number. And guy. Josh Allen. Yes. But Josh Allen is a guy that's going to be on the end. You know exactly where he's going to right, be at. He's right. going to be on one of those two sides on the end, and he's going to be crashing down, rushing, slanting, doing something that he gets free. And that's why they get free so much, because if you can't pick up those stunts, that's all they're doing right now in Philadelphia. In practice today, right now, um, you know the officer, um, the officer line coach is telling, hey, look, they're going to slant. He's working them guys to death on stopping these slants. Stopping these stunts, they're trading off. You know what I'm saying? They see something, they sit, they flash, they see something come, boom, they come up and they switch it off. That's what they're working on. They're not stupid. Now, when I say that they're uh, they work on what they need to work on, they don't worry about everything else. Of course, they're going to work on what you know Jacksonville does the best, but they're going to cross their T and dot their eyes. They're going to do what they want to do and have Jacksonville, um, you know, basically go out there and stop what they do. If you're taking away slants. What are you countering with with the Eagles? What do you, how do you hurt them if they're if they're really you know just just overemphasizing that? You run the ball. You run the ball using um, you know, like zone, zone plays. Zone, zone blocking, plays. Yeah. yeah, they pick it up in the wash. Zone plays. When you're blocking zone, you're not blocking a man. It's different. You can't really run powers to those type of plays because when you're blocking man, those men are leaving. You know, since so they're leaving where you where you're trying to block to. You run zone plays. Zones pick up everything. Zone plays, when they're blocking zone plays and run plays, they're not necessarily going to a man. They're going to a spot. They're going Mm -hmm. to a zone and picking up whoever gets to that zone. So if you mess around and scoop block a guy that's supposed to get to his his gap in the defense, and you scoop him, you keep him from getting to that gap in the defense, and the guy you're scooping with gets up to a linebacker, that entire zone – that he was trying to get to that gap will be wide open. The perfect gap for a running back is to cut back against it. Exactly. He cuts you're back be, against it. And you're mm-hmm. and you're and you're and you're you're slanting guys and pulling around guys. And if they don't get there, it's wide open, man. So they're gonna have a they're gonna have a yin to their okay. yang. They're gonna understand. They're gonna have you know say a black to their white. You know what I'm saying a, a a green go to their stop. You know they're gonna have all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, we have one of the best offensive line in the league. Because they're coached very, very well. So they'll be ready going. You're going to see a lot of draw plays. This game is going to be about draw plays also. 
draw plays and screen plays would have to the running backs with that will be rush. huge this yep. game. Yep. Because you're letting them get up the field. They're twisting and everything else. And you let that little back outside and bam, he's mm. wide open. He'll be, you know, he now you got your offensive line blocking the next level because they let the uh defensive line go up the field. Now those offensive linemen are getting to those linebackers and safeties and stuff. You're gonna have big play. This is gonna be a big play type of game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I, I love the tight end screen to Goddard. Ah, da, da. He's a, ah, he's da, da. a phenomenal yeah. tight end screen tight end. I mean, he is excellent at that. You can see him have a big game. This could be Goddard's real breakout. Exactly. Game. So this is so you're gonna go and, and and that you know and you look at uh, defenses. They've been trying to stop AJ Brown and they've been trying to stop uh, Devontae. Devontae Smith. Yeah. Now his it's his turn. You're right. It's his turn. He he may have a big game, mm-hmm. but when you have movement, guys, you know a smaller defense line with movement. You run screens. You run draws. You take care of their. You take their aggressive nature and use it against them. Just like what Detroit did against our defensive line. They ran mm-hmm. traps. They ran screens. All they ran day. plays to get your, your your defense up the field, take advantage of their their um, aggressiveness, and you throw right in behind them or you let the ball sneak right in behind them with draw plays. I love That's it. just my assessment. You know, Dude, great it. breakdown, man. That, that was <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, and it's – um, I, I, I tell you, man, how about starting this season this way? 3-0. and you got last week Wentz, this week Peterson, three straight players of the week. Now player of the month. I mean, this is a it's a damn good way to start a season, fellas. And they haven't scratched the surface on how really good they could be. I agree. They haven't scratched the surface because they have not had a complete game yet. No, they're still they have complete halves, but they have yet to have a complete game where they just going out there and playing, and 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 just totally you know making things happen. They have played halves. You know what I'm saying? So they haven't played a full game yet. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of meat left on the bone. This team is really good, man. Really good. And, and, and not to take anything from Jacksonville. I can't take anything away from them. Because when I look at them on film, Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. He's an mm-hmm. athlete, but he doesn't run around like Jaden Hurts to, 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 to go get first downs. He runs around to complete the ball down the field. To extend plays. That's yeah, right. he's buying time more so trying to get the ball down the field than he is trying to be a um, – a guy that's going to go run for a first down. He's but he is athletic. athletic. Like, the mistake yes, is this guy's just a statue. He's not no, a statue. Right. He's right, very right. athletic. Very, very much so. And the weapons that he has, the two Jones boys, Zay Jones and, uh, and Marvin. Marvin Jones, Yeah, they're playing at a high level, man. And then you add in Christian uh, – Christian Kirk. Kirk. yeah. We – I kind of downplayed, why the heck would they give him all that money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we just didn't see him. We didn't yeah. see him a lot because right. we're on the East Coast. Well, not only that, but he was he was a third wheel. He was a third wheel in Arizona. Yes, and they saw something. They saw something there. I can remember when he was back at Texas A and M. He was what's his name's um, number one target. Mm. Uh, 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 What's the 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 crazy guy that was there? Um, Uh, Baker Mayfield. Manziel. Uh, Manziel. 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 Yeah, he he and Mike Evans were his guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And don't forget about Evan Ingram now. Don't don't. Well, you know, if he catches it, he the only thing really about him was his health. Exactly, if he's healthy, New York. He yes. is a he was a weapon. And yes, if you had a running attack, guys, it's like this is a nice little Robinson yeah. and ETN are are no joke. I mean, this is a this is a pretty good team. Yeah, I, yes, I it is. Barry, you yes. sound pretty confident. Like and, and yes, the, the Eagles win this game. Uh, and I, I think the Eagles win the game too. I, I'm not so sure it's it's I don't think this is a laugher by any stretch. I think this is going to be a competitive game. I, oh, it's I think gonna it's, be definitely a competitive game, but they gotta put a full game together. They do because yeah. this team that team is too young and dumb. 
not to know that they're not afraid. Be as good. Well, right. you're, you're going to be That's in right. a tight game in the second half sooner rather Absolutely. than later, where Absolutely. you're going to have to. And and by the way, fairness, the defense has shown up the last two weeks in the second half. It's the ah, offense, nah. so it's nah, not. Nah. It's only it's one side. Exactly. <laughs> but you look at that defense. Our our defense, they've shown the capacity to beat you however you way you want it. Now, I'm so confident in their ability to go out there and cover that the defensive line. If they don't get there, they can at least cover enough that to, to handle to handle you know those type of situations. I can remember you know having to eat Ann Hassett's like they were M and M's playing around the DBs that we had. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time it was a third down, I just knew we weren't going to be able to stop anybody, and they were just going to keep the chains moving. Right. This is a lot different. We really have legitimately three good corners mm-hmm. that can go out there and cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I mean. Gannon does not have to be scared to blitz. He can blitz because he has guys that can cover. So, and but plus his front, it, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, I don't know what they're smoking. I don't know what they're eating. I don't know what they're drinking. But please give me some of whatever they got, bro. They found a <laughs> fountain of youth, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. You're right. But uh, that's um, that's the, the part you wonder if they're – like if there's this the the momentum carryover for Fletcher for Brandon right. into this know. week because it was so strong and Hassan you know that for well, that well they're playing for contracts man this these yeah. are these are one this these are mm-hmm. contract guys that are going out there right now mm-hmm. both of those guys need contracts so they're, of course they're going to play just like White because White needs a contract so they're going to play they're going to try to break the Eagles they're going to try yeah. to break break the bank with them. By yeah. playing the way they're playing, yeah. uh, Fletcher Cox has double motivation. He's not just playing for a contract; he wants to stay in Philadelphia. He wants to yes. be another Brandon Graham. Yes, he doesn't yeah. want to have to relocate and, and basically uh, put himself under the microscope all over again in some new city. Right. Especially if he ends up with a team that's not as good as the team he's currently on next year. You know, a lot of times these players, when they get to that that point, now it's about getting as much money as you can while you can. Um, and it means you may have to take a step back with a team that's evolving, but not quite there yet. And Fletcher doesn't want to be put in that situation. So he knows he's got to do something exceptional this year. We chastised him the first two games because we were wondering, where the heck is Fletcher Cox? Well, he came out, you know, he came out of hibernation um, last week, but he's got to do it consistently. Yeah. You know, the thing about Fletcher, we, we harped about all season long last year is he was missing more than he was seen in 2021. He can't do that this year and expect to be paid by this organization and stay with this organization beyond this year. Especially when you're, you know, you're you, right now at least, and I know they lost Barnett, but they they had that rotation where these guys should be able to not be gassed in games and you can kind of keep them fresh. Oh, you, should, you should be ready That's by that. should be huge. ready by that. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Remember the Super, Super Bowl year? That's exactly what they had at the defensive mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Guys rotating. You know what I'm saying? This is this they, they look even better this year because they have guys rotating that can go out there and really right now, I don't know people may disagree with me, but I think Sweat is the best pass rusher we have. Mm-hmm. This best pass rusher we have to me is Sweat. Josh Sweat can make it happen, man. And he hasn't even got it going yet. And still has yeah. what, two and a half sacks now? Yeah, no, I, I think he is ability wise, Barrett. I just need to see it a little bit more consistently from the guy. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think he is, but I need to see it now. I need to see what I saw in him. His mm-hmm. get off, man, is, is unbelievable. His, his ability to, you know, the, like he has a one hand stab, like when he comes in and one hand stab, he's so long that they can't put their hands on him. And, and that's how he turns mm-hmm. the corner. 
this kid can play, man, but I need to see it. I need to see it um, going out there. And I see the fruits of his labor that he's he's been working his ass off, and he needs to really uh, show me what he could do. But this will be the perfect game because he has some – he has a this is a pretty good offensive line, man. Yeah, it is. Cam Robinson and uh, yep. and, and Jawan Taylor are really, two really, really good, good tackles. tackles. Yep. And we already know Brandon Sheriff. He's, yep. he's yep. been playing against us for years. Yep. So, you know, yeah, this, this, this is going to be – Everybody's saying this is the best team that they've played thus far. I'll say this. They're the most balanced team that I've seen thus yeah. far. You usually have a good offense against a bad defense mm-hmm. or, you know, or vice versa. Or this team is good on both half. I mean, uh, both sides of the ball. They're good on um, uh, offense mm-hmm. with, 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 with Lawrence. They're also good on defense with the additions of Trayvon Walker Lloyd. and Devin Lloyd. Yep. They're good. Yeah. All right, good. I, nice little nice little breakdown there, Barrett. Love it right out of the shoot, man. We'll keep it rolling. We come back. We're going to talk about Jacksonville's coach. You may be familiar with the name, Doug Peterson. You may have heard of that guy. We'll get into what his reception will be. Some memories, a good memory lane a little bit, continue to dig into this game as well. By the way, 2 o'clock, Najee Good, former Eagle, is going to be jumping mm-hmm. on with us. Najee was on the uh, the Super Bowl team, fellas. So, yeah, he and was. he also played in Jacksonville. So he's got a nice pulse on both organizations. So we'll talk to him at 2 o'clock. Looking forward to that. Some NFL stuff. We've got a game tonight. By the way, good matchup with the Dolphins and the Bengals, which we'll dive into. We also have a London game this week. The 9.30 a.m. Eastern time start. You want to get it rolling early? That'll be this Sunday. So we'll do all of that. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. You know how difficult it can be to find the right person with your finances, with all your hard-earned money, so you can set yourself up for the future, but for the now as well. And Jim Murray is the guy that I found, and you will be happy with him too. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, you're setting up a small business, and you need to help with the employee benefits, he can help you with that. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers with Jim, and I'm telling you, it was the best move that I ever made. Give him a call, 610 996-4751, 610-996-4751, 996-4751, or you could email them as well, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at Principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at Principal.com. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, 
and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Take. Check us out YouTube Network. What's the matter, Gunner? You're right. We have to elongate these commercials. I haven't eaten drumsticks that fast in my life. Oh, my God. And a biscuit with it. On, man, let me tell you. You threw something. down drumsticks and a biscuit during that? Bro- oh, man. Three three drumsticks and a biscuit. Whoa. Whoa. In a commercial oh, break, bro. I'm That's big you. time by you. Yeah, I'm you better, you, you better stay on that mute button just in case you have some issues, man. No, there, was, there would be no issues, man, because I was like, I tried to eat it. Oh man, I need some water, man. I gotta get this water. I'm like, ah, I couldn't get it. It was like stuck right here for a second. I'm like, man. Whoa. Oh god. All right, hang in there. Uh, all right, so welcome back. Hey, let me update you people on this, and we'll get to the Phillies later. I just don't have the the stomach to do it right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so because of uh, weather conditions, which we know, God bless the folks in Florida. By the way, Let, let's start there. Um, some of the 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 visuals that are coming out of certain parts of the state are scary and legitimately praying for everybody down there, man. It is, it is scary, sad stuff, man. Hope everybody, everybody's okay. Um, But as it relates to, to sports here, the Phillies and the Washington nationals were supposed to play a doubleheader on Saturday. So that's moving down the coast and, you know, in, in the, in the mid Atlantic area and then into the East where we are, is going to be hit with it really hard uh, over the weekend. Certainly not the way Florida was hit. Let me be clear. But anyway, the Phillies were supposed to play a doubleheader on Saturday. So the, that that has been changed now. So tomorrow, which is Friday, they'll be playing a day-night doubleheader, a 1 o'clock and a 7 o'clock. Mm. They will still play the Saturday at 1 o'clock game. They will not play the night game now. Okay, so just Saturday at 1 and then Sunday at 1.30. So the switch is there's going to be a doubleheader Friday. One game Saturday, I'm, I'm assuming the forecast is better early. Try and get it in. Then it hits Saturday night. Who dodge. knows? Yeah. This stuff is fluid, by the way. So, you know, we know things change in a big way. Well, how does that affect uh, Jacksonville? Because they're right in the way of everything as, as it's going up. So, 
Um, they're right now. So they're, they're, are they practicing right now? I mean, what's going I, on? I, yeah, I think, I think it's Jacksonville's okay. Uh, I think, um, South Florida, like Miami area is okay. It's, it's Tampa. It's like Fort Myers, the West side. Yeah. Got it. Really okay. bad, like okay. really bad. So I think at least right now, I think ja- I haven't heard any issues as far as Jacksonville with practice or getting here or any of those kind of things. I'm um, praying for everybody down there. Cause yeah, I mean, man. Yeah, man. You know, I got, you sit I got in your house. Yeah. Down. I got yeah. friends down throughout Florida, Me too. man. And, uh, Me too. Me too. Man, that's, 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 uh, that's scary. Yeah. Guys, look at this. My boy, uh, his name is Tad. I, I, I sent you, uh, I sent you, uh, the gun, some of his music. Tad, yes. Um, yes. Tad is a, um, he used to, he used to work at, at, at Mercedes for a long time. So he, okay. he my, my wife bought her Mercedes from him and he, um, you know, he used to get a certain, we call him, she called him on the last, Hey man, you know, Barrett is last minute again, I'll just bring it in. So me and him became really, really cool. He moves down there and his like boat, t- the Tampa area, Barrett? Yeah, the Tampa area, yeah. Yep. and his boat is docked like four miles from his house. Oh boy. And he went out and looked at his boat and his boat is in the mud. Yeah, like I sitting in the mud because all the water it's, it's, it all got sucked out. out. Yes, yep. yeah, out of bay. Yep. He said he can walk all the way out to the first marker, which is like a, more than a thousand feet in mud, and just walk all the way out there. That's yeah. how much of, 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 of the water's just been sucked out. His boat is literally on land, dry dock. The whole the whole that's the whole place crazy. is dry dock. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait, man. Our, our former colleague Leslie Goodell, she's she was down in Florida uh, visiting. And she put a posted a picture yesterday. She's near the Tampa Clearwater area, yep. and she said, and she was standing out there by the by the by the ocean on Tampa, you know, and you could see the water had been sucked out, mm-hmm. you know, like it was like one of those movies, one of those uh, those uh, what do you call it? tsunami disaster movies? You see, yeah, 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 yeah the water yeah, sucked yeah. out before it comes back. Yep. Now, I don't, wow. I haven't seen any pictures from her since, but. Yeah, yeah, seven million yeah. without electricity. It's got to be yeah. more than that. Dan's got some ties. That's his area. Yeah, you know, that area. Yeah. yeah. In fact, he's about to move back to that area. Dan, you better rethink that, brother. I know you want to go back to Florida, man, but San Diego ain't a bad place to be. Yeah, man. right. I'm telling you. Did, wow. you. did you guys see? I, I am not kidding you. It looked like something out of a like a Sharknado or like some special effect. The the shark in the street swimming. I saw that. I saw that. Oh yeah, there's a shark you know, swimming in your oh, yeah. street. It's, it's oh, not yeah. actually a shark though; it's a cobia. Okay, it's, it looks like a shark. Okay. It looks exactly like a shark, and they and they 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 swim around sharks, but it's actually swimming oh, in the streets. Insane. That's crazy, insane. man. Yeah, insane. But you crazy. know what? It, it's funny you should, because over the last decade or so, when we've seen horrific, um, like rainstorms, different parts of the country, Texas, mm-hmm. Midwest, uh, to the point people are in boats, on, and you always see a video. The guy standing out of his house fishing with Rod and Rio catching fish. Oh, I know. Like, you always see that guy. Did you guys see – Xander, can you see – I'm sorry I'm laying this on you now. See if you can find it. The, did you guys see the video? The guy's in the eye of the storm, and he runs out of his house with an eagle's flag. Oh, no. yeah. I can see that. Like this. You, can, you can find that for me uh, or for us. It's he's unbelievable like video. Yeah, he, he's literally like just ha- – he's, he's like a profile, and what? he's hanging on, and the wind is just pulling. He's like – and he's standing out and there, man. Right smack dab in the eye of the storm. Oh, man. what? It's crazy. Oh, you got to see. I'll we'll find it. We'll we'll pull it up for you. It's you know, crazy. they said it. Uh, I forgot what area. I uh, was watching the Weather Channel this morning. They said one area they had wind gusts of excess of 140 miles an hour. 140 mm-hmm. miles an hour. 
Yeah. And you think you think about just here where we are. You get a 30, 40, 50 mile an hour wind gust, your trash cans are flying all over the place. No question. A hundred and forty mile an hour wind gust. It, here's Whoa. here's it's you know, crazy. Our friend uh Keith Pompey from the Inquirer. The Sixers yeah. are at the Citadel, so they're in Charleston. South Carolina. I was I was there a couple months back. I visited Charleston with my daughter, looking at schools, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But so he posted. I remember the, said that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. He po- It hasn't even started raining there yet, and there are intersections all like completely flooded out. Yeah. Just from the overcarry, from you know everything that's kind of blowing down the coast right now. It, it's just it's nuts what's going on, man. Yeah, it's funny. But those states, the drainage systems in those states are so terrible. How do you not plan better infrastructure? especially through the years, but their drainage systems are so terrible in in those areas, man, that it doesn't take, it's like Arizona. It doesn't take a lot of water before you have a a rapid, you know, you have rapids down the middle of your, you know, scary Mm -hmm. thing about Arizona, Southern California is you can live near mountain ranges. It will rain up in the mountains, be sunny and bright where you live. All of a sudden water's rushing down the mountains. You didn't even know it. it That actually happens a lot. In Arizona. In, in Arizona, yeah. yes. Oh, I know. Trust like, me, I from know. out of nowhere, all yep. this water be coming down, and you're like, "Oh, stuck." Like, "Oh, what's going on?" And where so my wife bad. is from in Southern California, same thing. She's from a yeah. desert region. Yeah. Same thing. The hundred degrees. When you look it up in the mountains, you see the clouds dancing around the lightning. You're thinking, "Okay, it's up there." Next, you know, you got debris r- r- rushing down the mountains to where you are and stuff, man. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, it is. It's it's crazy, man. I don't. I'm, I'm it's. Just, it makes it makes me feel very fortunate. We are where we are. Right. I mean, I, I'm from I'm from the Midwest. It's like D Gun is from the Midwest. Yeah. And but what we have is the extremes. You know, St. Louis is right smack dab in the middle yep. of the United States. And we have the extremes. Like when it's hot, yeah, it's super hot. It's like a yeah. hundred degrees. When it's cold with, it's with super humidity. Cold. Yeah. So it's super cold when you know, and you go get all the snow and everything. So it's like the extremes of of of, of everything that happens mm-hmm. in the Midwest. But you don't have to worry about um, you know, dealing with 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 these hurricanes and yeah. things like that you, now you do have to deal with tornadoes. Tornadoes, yeah. Yep. But but not you know hurricane. I mean a hurricane. That's that's huge, man. Like yesterday, it stayed up category four hurricane. Yeah. But it's only two freaking miles away from being a t- uh, uh, a, yeah. five. a five. Five. Yeah. Yep. Two uh-huh. miles. Of, it was only two miles less than a category five hurricane. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yep. No, I hear you. I hear you. So again prayers for everybody please if you if you're in that area you're you're one of our you know loyal viewers here uh we're thinking about you okay we are absolutely thinking we absolutely about you. are yeah yeah um all right so so just to swing it back to, to sports you know and back to the toy department here um you got doug peterson coming in here guys and i, I you know i've heard a lot of this sort of debate what kind of reception he's going to get is this really a debate I mean, no. is there are there are there really any Eagles fans out there that have any kind of ill will towards the? I like I I don't even think this is a thing. But I like I, I think this is going to be one hundred percent everybody in the place standing ovation. No, absolutely, no, I agree. It's he a slam. Nothing. It's a slam dunk. Yeah. He didn't do any. What did he do wrong? It's not like he left here and uh, under contract to take a job from the to the to, with the Dallas Cowboys. It's not like he badmouthed this city. He loved Philadelphia. He loved the fan base, the enthusiasm, the uh, the knowledge, um, everything about it. He loved the culture here. He created the culture that existed because of what Chip Kelly did. He created a whole new culture here. And then in the second year of his tenure, he gives this city unexpectedly a Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, anybody who appreciates effort 
will not boo this man one iota. I'd be shocked if I heard one boo. If I was in that state, I'd be shocked. Unless you get, you know, you, you always have some people who just like to go off the deep end. To be yeah, there's, there's always a rogue. You always have those, man. Yeah, but, knucklehead. But yeah. the true fan, the true person that understands what what this team went through, what he did for this team, he the pride he put back in this city. Dude, I was at that Super Bowl parade. I had to report live from uh, uh, down by the art museum. You know, I traveled down the, the streets. You talk mm-hmm. about the pride factor, people with tears coming down their oh. eyes and stuff. Because, you know, it's something that they've waited for forever. And a lot of people, you know, it was weird. They had people on the streets that had, like, ashes of loved ones in urns. Yep. And they were pouring ashes on the street or near a local pub, one of their favorite pubs. Mm-hmm. This was my aunt. This was my uncle, my dad. This, you know, he always wanted to be here. He always wanted to live. Or she wanted to live long enough to see the Eagles hoist that trophy. Never got to do it. This is for them. as my- Dude, this was not just winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, This was like. It's a life event. The biggest albatross you could think of being lifted from this city's sports bro, history. Yeah, bro, you, your boy sitting right there next uh, on the bottom of us. Yeah, this dude is getting drunk on on TV <laughs> because yeah. he was like, I didn't think he would ever see. I did see it. Yeah, so- t- look, I'll walk. You, I'll, I'll, I've told this before. I'll tell it quickly. So I, it's the day before. I know we're doing. So I'm doing a five hour pregame that day with uh, Amy Fadul, our friend Amy, uh, Danny Pommels, and, and guests. We were just kind of yeah. rotating guesting. But but be- the day before, I went to our boss and I said, look, if they win, because we were going to be on right away, Barrett, they c- couldn't go to you guys yet because of the restrictions with NBC. Because yep. NBC's actual, the network's post-game show was still on the air. They had to wait till those guys were done. Then you guys could go on from Minneapolis. Derek, you were part of that as well. Yep. So we were going to be on right away from Philadelphia. So I knew that. So I went to the, I went to the boss and I said, "Look, if they win, can we do a little toast on the air, like real, like not not apple juice, not you know, can we really do something?" And she said, "Absolutely. I don't want you to get hammered, but you can do your thing." She That's all I needed that. to hear. That's all I needed to hear. So then right. I went to Amy, and this is what a gamer Amy is. Okay, so I said, all right, "We got to do something special here." She said, "I'll tell you what, I'll bring the champagne." And I'm going to wear like a prom dress that I have or some something. I forget what she, what it was. And I said, all right, I'm going to do my thing. I go to the state store. Okay. In Pennsylvania, they have state stores. It would back then you could really go to like a supermarket or whatever. I go in there and I went and I bought two bottles of mad dog 2020. (laughs) It's ripple. ripple. That's worse than ripple. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) For, for, for us broke folks, that's what we used to drink when we were maybe underage. Maybe. Exactly. Okay. So uh, I, I, I walked in and the girl behind the, I went to the girl behind the counter because I haven't bought Mad Dog in a long time, fellas. Okay. So she said, I say to the girl, hey, do you, where's do you, do you sell Mad Dog 2020? And she looks at me like, you're a real degenerate, aren't you? I'm like, no. That's the way she looked at me. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's whatever. She's like, okay, it's over there. So I went and I got two. Uh, the, all they had was orange Jubilee. That's the orange kind. I, yeah. I was either going to get that or, that or strawberry or grape, right? So I get two bottles of that. I, I store it under the desk. And when I get there, that I don't want to jinx anything. I'm trying to whatever. Amy sees me. She's like, what are you up to? I'm like, don't ask, you know, whatever. So uh, <laughs> they, you know, they win. So I will tell you, after they, I'm, I'm out on the set because I knew we were going on like right there. So I'm sitting on the set and it's all the, all of our crew, our great crew at NBC sports, Philadelphia and me, Amy and Danny weren't even out there yet. 
but I'm like, I got to be just kind of alone and watching this. So I have my earpiece in, I can hear the audio and in the desk, there's monitors as you guys well know. So I'm watching the game like that. When that ball finally hit the ground that Brady threw the last one, I went crazy. I called my dad, my dad's bawling. You know, he, we was at the 60 championship game as, as a young man. And he never thought he'd see a championship again. He thought he'd die and never see a championship again. He's crying. I'm like, I got 30 seconds. I just had to talk to you. I had to hear your voice. So, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting emotional saying this. But so I, I thank God he saw it because he passed away a couple of years later. I'm glad he got to see it. Uh, it so that's what it means to people in the city. Yeah, so that's right. why, to me, Doug always holds a real spot in my heart and always will. I, for real. I, it was a big deal to people. You know, I, I think I think if if he had won that trophy and then left the city the way Chip Kelly did, I would understand some people feeling bitter, right, and booing. But that man, that man was the holy grail for this city. Yeah. Okay. You know, and and it, it can never be taken away. No longer do they have to hear the antagonizing uh, fans from the other three teams in the division. Yeah. We have multiple Super Bowls. You have none. You know, they don't have to deal with that anymore. Uh, they don't have to deal with the embarrassment of being angry because some upstart team that was less than uh, that was younger than them uh, would win a Super Bowl. You mean you think about Tampa Bay, not nearly as old as the Philadelphia Eagles, wins a Super Bowl. You know, Indianapolis, a team yeah. not as nearly as old, wins a Super Bowl, and all of this stuff just stuck in Philadelphia's fans' craw more and more as they watch these other teams hoist trophies and their team. And it really hurt when they had a team in the early 2000s that was built to go to multiple Super Bowls, only get to one, and fail to beat the evil empire. That hurt a lot as well. And after that, the long, that long drought from 04 to 17 just kept building and kept building and kept building. And nobody in their right mind thought this team was going to win a Super Bowl in 2017. We thought they would be a good team. Mm-hmm. We didn't think that team was going to win that Super Bowl that year. No, I, I it was and 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 appreciate the love from everybody in in, in the chat room. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, it was Derek. You you nailed it. And I it, the, the I can't tell you how many times I had to listen to Cowboys, Giants, Washington fans hammer me about the Eagles never winning a, a absolutely, and it put it all to rest. And it was a weird combination of older folks who who remembered '60, who never thought they'd see it again. People like me who were, you know, like at that point in their forties, like thinking I'm never going to see one. Yeah. And, and young, young folks who maybe are like, they got a taste of it. I'm glad they didn't have to live with that, you know, that, that albatross around their neck. I'm, I'm happy for them, man. Like people in their twenties, they're like, dude, I don't have to deal with this crap. You guys dealt with forever. Man, well, I'm, yeah. I'm standing on that field after the game and I'm watching not one, not two, but groups of people hugging in the stands, tears flowing. You know, people screaming at the top of their lungs, you know, holding their heads like, I can't believe this is happening. You know, is this, I mean, it was, it was euphoric, you know, players laying on the field crying, players on their knees crying uh, for, for winning that game because they weren't even, they weren't even favored to beat New England. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You talk about the Cinderella story that entire season, they weren't favored. They weren't favored to win that uh, game against Minnesota. They blew them out. They surely weren't favored to beat the evil empire. No. And people were getting nervous, man. When Brady got the ball the late the, before Brandy Graham strips act him, people were nervous because all we're thinking is as we're watching the game, Tom Brady gets the ball. They're going right back down the field. hundred percent. Because I had never seen a game with so many 
wide receivers running wide open across the middle of the field doing like this to catch the ball. DBs were playing 20 yards off him. The mindset, keep just keep it in front of you, keep it yeah. in front of you. He was chewing him up. They couldn't stop him. No. You know. No. And that's I, why I, Doug was so brilliant, guys. I mean, not the Philly special to have the uh, – you know, security in yourself to say, all right, I'll, I'll take a suggestion in, in, in a gigantic spot like that. And how about knowing at fourth and five, fourth and four from your 40 own 45, I give this ball back to Brady. It's over. Cause we can't stop him. Right, I'm going right. for it here. And then that ends up being the, the, the earth's touchdown drive. Like he coached a great ballsy game yeah, and, and knocked off Belichick and Brady. Yeah, he I, did. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Bro, well, I'm sitting. I'm sitting on. I'm sitting on the desk, going into our post game show, and we're doing the post game. You know, and everybody's motion around her. I see Seth over there about to kill this guy that's in reaching distance from him, talking crazy in the whole game. Hmm. You know, talking about uh, how good. You know, he was a, a Patriots fan, but they win the game, and I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting here as Mike right on on one side. I have um, Ray Diddy sitting on the other side of me. And his son works for NFL, uh, works for the NFL. He's a cameraman for yeah, NFL, NFL films. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. So he's a cameraman. David, David, his son, David. Yeah, David. So David, I peep David out the corner of my eye. He's at the door. And I'm telling him, come in, come in, come in. He's like, no, 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 no. And then I bumped, I bumped, um, I bumped Mike. Barkhead. Mike was like, Mike. So Barkhead's like, no, no, come in, come in. And they told him to come in. So David comes in and he starts hugging his dad. That's the first time I've seen Ray get that emotional that he shed right. tears right. on air. And right you, next to me. Yeah. Barrett, you were brilliant because people may not pick up on this. You grab his mic. You got the mic up so you can kind of catch some of that. And you just and all you guys just sort of let it unfold instead of trying to like get in. Like it was it was very well subtly well done by you and everybody else. Just yeah, just you, you can't get into that moment. That's that's I mean, that was played out in everywhere in Philly with dads and moms and yep. you know everything. Oh my goodness. And and people who couldn't be there, you know. Um, the creme de la creme for me was standing at the base of the art museum stairs and I'm listening and I'm, I'm interviewing current players and former players and you're know, feeding them back there. You guys are replaying them. And I'm telling people, I'm standing there with uh, Rachel McCauley, who was with me in field producing and other people. I said, because I knew Jason Kelsey had had one too many. <laughs> and I'm standing there and everybody, all these players, you know, executives speak, you know, and I said, and I'm telling people, if Jason Kelsey gets the mic, this will be his worth his weight in gold. Yeah, it's over. Lo and behold, yep. he steps to the mic. He tells the whole history of what's going on behind the scenes with yeah. Howie and Chip. You know, some guy. Man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Man. I was freezing my off. Yeah. Uh, right there in front of that and during the whole speech, I'm like, did he just say that? Oh yeah. yeah. See, I, you Lane know what? can't was... stay off the juice. Yeah. Oh, everybody <laughs> oh, yeah. was like, oh, oh my, my god, god, dude. Don't get, just, Howie, just let Howie it go. Shipped. How he shipped down the hall somewhere in the closet, yep. Yep. and how and how he and Jeffrey Lewis standing there like, yeah, you could tell like the look on their face was like, oh god, what's he doing? But you knew no one was stopping it, so you were no. just kind of like, all right, we're all, we're along for the ride now. All right, we're we're, we're vested now. He's got yeah. the mic, and look what he has on. I, this is going to be one for the ages. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's all yeah. we thought of. This dude, is going to be one for the ages. Chase. And I interviewed him after that. And you can smell the alcohol, whoosh, you know, after I said, dude, what led you to do this? He goes, I don't know. I just spoke from the heart. And he's talking. I'm like, whoa, you know, it will, I mean, let me tell you something. I don't, I've been here over 25 years. I've never heard a speech. I don't know if I'll ever hear, hear another speech in this no. city as honest and as passionate 
and as unscripted mm-hmm. as what Jason Kelsey delivered at that moment in ah, time. Da, da. Yeah. And, and uh, John, John Dickerson, uh, just to answer your question, because I know you're trying to get my attention, um, you will never see D Gun in a mummer's costume. That will never happen. <laughs> as long as I'm long as I'm breathing on this planet, you will never see me in a mummer's yeah. costume. That's a tough not one even to, for a promotion. I that's a tough do. one to pull off. Kelsey yeah, did it, but it's not yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's not like you could just anybody could just pull that off, bro. I'm no. telling you, it ain't gonna happen, man. No, no. can't do it. But it was, I have my it was, limitations. So the point of all that is that's what Peterson means to the city. I'm not even sure Doug understands how much he means to the city. Oh, he I, does. Oh, he does. Yeah, and, oh, I, and yes, I think he he'll really know on Sunday, honestly. Yes, like, he, he I think it's going to be overwhelming. I think the Eagles do killer. Uh, their their production department's ridiculous. It'll be a killer video. Yeah. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all love. There's no – like, this is a created thing, I think. I really believe that. There's nothing here to even see. It's going to well, be love. The game's going to start. Well, I'm going to tell you this, though. What I'm worried about is not necessarily what – our Eagles players are going to do. I mean, they're going to go out there. They're going to take care of business. They're going to win the game. But can you imagine how he's going to have those players on Jacked that up. side of the ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ready to eat their own young. They're going to be sniffing gunpowder and, and, and drinking hot sauce all day. <laughs> they're going to want to win it for the gift. You're you know right. What I'm saying? Barrett, great point. You know what? Yeah, the fan stuff is one thing, but what really happens on the field, Doug's going to have them highly motivated. You're right. Oh, no question. Here's, here's no what question. I'm going to tell you what Doug's telling them this week. People, people had no expectations of us coming into the season. Right. We stumbled out of the gate. We beat a Colts team that beat a very good Kansas City team. We 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 took it to a Chargers team that was hurting, but we took it to them. We didn't just beat them. We took we beat down a Chargers team. Right. Okay. If you beat this Eagles team, this is a, a defining statement four weeks into the season about the new look Jacksonville Jaguars. We ain't that same team that was on the field last year. We're not a band of misfits who make more headlines off the field than we do because of distractions that were going on. Mm. You guys have earned the right to earn this moment. Now go out there and seize it. Now you got a bunch of young, hungry kids that want to make names for themselves That's how in, you this, do it. in this situation. And I'm going to tell you something. If, if I'm a betting man, I'm picking Eagles win this game. If Jacksonville somehow found a way to win this game, I'm not shocked. I'm well, not shocked. I, you Look know the other thing first. I think Doug can use too, guys? He's going to say to you, Five years ago, uh, I, I won a Super Bowl when nobody thought our team was going to be anything. Absolutely. So I know how to shock the world. You, exactly. You, you just just jump on board. I'll, I'll lead you. We're going to do this thing. Uh, yeah, I, look, Barrett, Barrett makes a good point. I think when, when analytically, the Eagles are the better team. But you know, guys, emotions play a big part. Oh, of my goodness, yes. This team's going to be up, man. They're going to be up. You're gonna be ready I'm to rock so, and roll. I'm so looking forward to seeing this game. I wish it was being played tonight. Ain't never like seeing it. My fault, guys. I let us down that rabbit hole, man. But I couldn't help it because we're talking about a guy that you know the players, even the players in this locker room. Like this is different, totally different from last week with with, with Carson. Oh, way you know, different. One yeah. fourth of the team like Carson. Right. The entire team loved wow, Doug. Yeah, loved Doug. Agreed. Yeah, uh, that was a fun rabbit hole to go down, by the way. Man, I, he, I, was, <laughs> he was such a breath of fresh air in terms of how he treated veteran he players. He was a nice man, too. He he was you like know. above it. I know ultimately you got to win and all that, but he was a nice man. He was yeah. not – he was a classy guy. He, plus, he plus, he had history in this city. Yeah. He knew the – he played here. Yep. He yep. knew the he knew the mindset of this city. It's not like a coach I, coming in talking about, I love the fan base, I love the passion. No, he spoke from the heart because he'd been here. Agreed. He's seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. 
Hundred percent. All right. I, I, pro- I we we mentioned that uh, that Eagle fan in Florida yesterday. Yeah. Let's pay it off here. Let's show the people what we're talking. Okay, check it out. One hundred and fifty-five mile per hour winds. Cat category five. Look at this cat. One hundred fifty-five miles an hour. Look at this guy. I mean, no, you know, no, no, because you don't know some tree or something gonna come fly by. And look at how hard that, dude. Look <laughs> at that wind. Look at the wind. What? What? Wait till he gets established. He's trying. Look, he's trying to. He's trying to run straight, but he can't. Yeah. But but look right here how hard that is coming hard. No, bro, yeah, look bro. at the trees behind. No, no. I you know hey you know what he got what he wanted he got a, he got his fifteen seconds of fame. Good, good work out of game. I'm gonna tell you something though, man. You know he could have been a memory after that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Hey man, I've been in some bad storms. I've never been in a hundred fifty mile an hour windstorm. But either. I've seen enough video on news yeah. shows and in the Weather Channel. I've seen roofs flying by. Tree, yep. whole, not just limbs, whole trees flying by. Yep. No, I ain't standing out in the middle of that. No, I'm with no, you, man. I'm with you. All right, let's uh, let's step aside here. We keep the NFL talk rolling. We'll dig into the game tonight. We'll dig into the game in England uh, on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me, and some of the other uh, updates on what's happening around the NFL as well. We will do all of those things when we get back. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, sports take on this Thursday. Let's talk about pro action restoration. Yes, pro action restoration is the place that you go to, you call, you reach out to online. If your home or your business or your property suffers the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. In fact, I know for a fact, ProAction is headed down to Florida to help the folks out because that's what they do. That's the kind of people that they are. I've gone through this. I would, there was a bad storm years back in Philadelphia. There was, I had water in my parents' basement called them on a Saturday. They came right over and they helped. They cleaned it up. The crew was professional. The price was right. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, it could be water, it could be fire, it could be smoke damage, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call. 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760. Or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more 
Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. everybody welcome back in to sports take jacob sports youtube network on this thursday derek barrett rob hanging out with you uh talking some football here guys nfl a couple things looks like two is going to be a go tonight um for the dolphins Bengals game another great matchup on thursday night they're killing it with these thursday night games uh god bless prime they're, they're getting, <laughs> getting well you know games. yeah they gotta get their signals figured out man i'm tired of games freezing and stuff man. no don't but get me started on having to change the channel this would have been a horrible game last year and the year before. Yes. Yep. Just want you guys to know that. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This would have been Miami, atrocious. Miami stunk. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, the, the Bengals stunk. Yeah. Up until last year, they got good. Last, well, it, 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 no, at this point, last year, they weren't good. They were they were 0-3, weren't they? They were coming. They were they were they were they finding were their way. Yeah, they finished what nine and eight? Yeah, but they were 0-3, though. That's the yeah. biggest thing. They were okay. sucking right now. So this this would have been a good year. Going to the fourth game, they hadn't won a game. Miami was just atrocious. It this just it just would have been a bad. This would it've been some bad football, man. But now, yeah, both teams are showing that they can be pretty good. This this will be a good game tonight. Can't wait. Cannot wait. And a good thing too is playing. Look, it's a game that the Bengals really need. This is a a, a game they must win. Need. Yeah, you can't. What's you the, can, what's, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Sorry, Derek, go ahead. What's what's the over-under and how many times Burrow is sacked tonight? They, I, they, they're tied for the league lead right now with 15. Man, um I'm gonna say I'm gonna set it at three uh I'm gonna set it at three and a half. Ooh, that's low. Ooh, I thought you'd say like five, five and a half. But, but here's the other thing. As bad as the line is, at some point as an offensive mind, don't you have to counter it and get the ball out a little bit quicker or do something else? To not just allow this dude to get killed. I'm not laying – look, Burrow wears it too because he holds the ball too long sometimes. Yep. But come on, man. Like, you, you got to figure this out or this guy won't be playing for you. You got to get the running that. game going. injured. Yeah. You got to get the running game going. I mean, they have the horses. They've got the back. They got a nice backfield. You know, you got to get that ground game going to take some of that heat off of them. Mm-hmm. If not, man, Miami's going to pin back the ears and come after him. I mean, they, Miami has seven sacks now. They may they may have 12 or 13 by the end of the night. Yeah. No, they, you know, they might. 
Might, Cincinnati's favored by three and a half and the over under is 48 and a half for, our, for mm. our friends who might be indulging uh, in the game tonight. So yeah, good game uh, to kick the week off. We also have the London game this week too, guys, Vikings and the saints. Uh, Jameis still not practicing, but claims he's going to try and give it a go. Multiple breaks in the back. I don't know. Yeah. What, what? Multiple fractures Why? in his back. Why yes. are you trying to go? I don't. I don't think it's yeah. a good idea on a million. Not at all. Not the at all. The thing is, you. Have, I think Andy Dalton can run that team efficiently. Yes. Yeah. I, this is one where I'm saying, hey man, we appreciate the effort, Jameis, but you know, yeah, sit Look, it out, man. And we don't know how much is affecting his passing, considering he's got more interceptions than touchdowns. I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just think, you know, one hit, man, one sack, and all of a sudden you're in scramble mode with your, with you know, trying to go to your. Dalton and your backup. It's well, well, let's just put it like this. I'm I'm not glad he's hurt, but I am glad that they're on their way down because that's one of our picks next year. So yeah, uh, it's a top 10 pick right now. Right. <laughs> the way things look for the Eagles. Um, yeah, so that one's you know, and you're coming off uh, got a Vikings team that uh lost to the Eagles but did win last week against Detroit, you know, and a Saints team that needs it pretty badly, needs that one pretty badly. So you got some a couple of desperate games and, and desperate teams there for sure. Um Bosa. We'll have surgery. Joey yeah. Bosa will have surgery. Yeah. Uh, the Charger Bosa, not the 49er Bosa. We'll have surgery uh, on his core. Uh, you know, there's, he tore his groin. Uh, they, they claim he's not done for the year. I know. A torn groin. Yeesh. Oh. And you can't do that. You can't do that with a, as a pass rusher. Uh-uh. You bend mm. too much. You get, in, you get too many weird angles. You know, you're talking about ankle blend, coming mm. around the corner, having that leg come up from a bit. You, the, I, I, that's just not that's bad football there, bro. Oh, yeah. uh, bad football. Yeah. They they see they feel kind of doomed to me. I mean, they've lost their left tackle. They've lost Bosa now. You, Barry, you mentioned some of the other guys earlier, Jackson, etc. They're they're right. They're pretty banged up squad. Very uh, banged up, you know. So I don't yeah. know. Well, and, and they're in that brutal division too. But but then again, I don't know. I mean, it, it, other than the Chiefs, is the division as good as we thought? Raiders have haven't gotten off to a good start. Denver, I know what the record is, but they know they haven't impressed all that much. No, so they maybe, suck no. right now. Maybe too. the Chargers aren't dead in the water, man. Well, you know, you're talking about losing a, 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 a stabilizing force on that offensive line. Your best pass rusher. Those are huge, two huge components to try to replace, and you're nicked up in other areas as well. You know, I hate to say it, but once again, that dark cloud's moving over the Chargers, this Chargers team. Everybody projected them to be a playoff team this year. And, you know, like I said, I've watched this team for too many years. Um, and, you know, here we go again. You know, yeah. hopefully they can withstand this this injury storm. But, you know, you can only take so much. Any team can only take so much. My yeah. goodness. You yeah. look, at, look at the Buffalo team playing without four defensive starters. And you saw what happened last week. Okay, you know, I'm just saying. I, it's just too hard, man. You know, when you have injuries, I mean, ask, you know, ask the Ravens. Once you get down with that injury bug, there's, there's really no way to climb your way out of that. Yeah. Especially when know. you get hit at the same position. Yes. As hard as some of these teams are. The like their whole like, running oh. back and the whole secondary yeah. last year, the yeah. Ravens was gone. Yep. Gone. Absolutely yep. gone. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Belichick playing his games as usual yesterday. 12 times repeated the phrase when asked about uh, Mac Jones day to day, you know? Well, at one no, point, I think today, what yeah. was the day, I, today when he said, what, do I look like a doctor? Yeah. yeah I look like a doctor. Seriously. It's like, come on, Seriously. what are we doing? 
I'm so glad I never had to cover that dude, man. I am he, too. It would drive me nuts. Yeah. He, hey, uh, I, got, I got one for you. I think you guys might like, I want to hear your, your thoughts on this one. Uh, Tom Pelissaro put this one out earlier today. Yeah. The NFL and the NFLPA have agreed to a side letter covering the Pro Bowl games. Which players selected will be required to attend barring medical issues? You know, how many players have we seen in the past bowed out because they just didn't want to play in the game? Right. Well, this year, if you're selected in these Pro Bowl games, you are required to be there unless you are medically injured. And the payout stays the same. $84,000 for players on a winning team, $84,000 for games, $42,000 on the losing team, based on scores from all events combined. Okay. So, yeah, for, for people who may not have seen earlier in the week, it's going to be like a whole week buildup of competitions culminating in a flag football game on Sunday. That's or that's the way it's going to work. So it's all of those things plus the game that nets you that kind of coin. Derek, that's the way it works? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, I know that's pocket change for a lot of guys, but 84000 bucks, man, to, hey, hey, is a, is a life changer <laughs> for a lot of people. Uh, unbelievable i'll take it i'll take it too uh zach wilson here we go let let the chat room explode uh zach wilson is back the milf hunter himself he is back (laughs) he he will he will start for the jets against the steelers i'm just waiting for here come the lines it's it's like here Here we go but uh, (laughs) why did you open that pandora's box i know i shouldn't even have brought it up but but he's back i I don't know how i avoid it he's playing i didn't you know i didn't bring him i'm not saying anything else but uh so there you go. Uh, he will be playing. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see the way. I'm not a believer, I will say that, but I want to see what he looks like, and I want to see this team at least have the opportunity to sort of like show who they are in full capacity with the draft picks, with him playing, just to sort of see what it looks like. It's kind of where I'm at with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the collection of receivers the Jets have now, um, I want to see what exactly he is their franchise quarterback until further Here we notice. Go. There it comes. Uh-oh. Mama, Mama, Mama Hyde, exactly. You just you knew it. Here we go. Hide your mother, your, your mother's hide, here, your here wives. Here we go. Here we go. Everybody's involved now. Okay. <laughs> look, at, look at this one. Hertz, yeah. Hertz uh, SZN 100. Lock your mamas in your, nan- in your nanas up, y'all. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, I know it. All right. Um, yeah, so he's playing. <laughs> he's playing. You started this, man. I did. It's my fault. Uh, my fault. My bad. Uh, Miles Garrett, uh, he was cited for reckless driving, uh, driving over the speed limit. If you see the crash scene, he's very lucky. He and his passenger are very lucky. Uh, it could have been a lot Look worse. Look at the car. The car yeah. is – you can tell the car flipped a lot of times because every single uh, every single panel is, 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 is you know, the, the side, top side. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you can tell it rolled over a lot. Yeah, props to the car maker for uh, – thank God. Yeah. Thank let's, God. Ad- let's address this for a moment. Yeah. Okay. We all saw what happened with the uh, Raiders wide receiver, you know. Yeah. Okay. Henry Ruggs. Yep. How um how how can players not well people in general how can that not be a shock value to you? Except what excessive speed can do to you and people you love and innocent people you don't know. How many speeding violations has Miles Garrett had now? Uh, he's had, I think it was upwards of three or four was yeah. the report that I saw excessive speeding violations. First of all, how does he still have a driver's license? Second of all, when are people going to learn, man? I mean, he, he, he could have killed himself and his passenger in his car. Yep. Plain and simple because it was a one car accident. So that tells you how fast he had to be going 
to lose control of the vehicle. And you said it flipped over? Uh, yes, multiple times. I mean, come on. Man, come on. It, it, but see, the pro fan talks is, come on, D-Gun. You know players don't learn. True. People in general don't learn. It's not just athletes. People in general. How many times we driving up and down the highway? We're doing 70, 75. Cars zip past you like you're standing still. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, really? And I'm talking about weaving in and out of people. Man, you're thinking, oh, my goodness. Something's about to happen here. People in general, I don't understand it. You know, why would you put yourself in harm's way like that, especially if you got people in the car with you? A tire blowout, anything. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, get it. Part of it is, you know, when you're young and when you're and possibly embarrassed, you speak this better than I can. When you're famous and rich, you feel invincible. Yep. And I can afford to pay the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, yeah, exactly. No big deal to me. It's pocket change. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can yeah. afford it. Yep. I, I, look, I, I hope this serves as a wake-up call for him, man. That's all I can – Well, I think the first two times should have served as a wake-up uh, wake call. Agreed. Now he's, you know, on a, to three and four. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. That's little regard for life. He should definitely you know, lose his license. That, that you know, is like, without question. I interviewed him, talked to him, like, when he was first in – he was in um, – he was in um, uh, he was at Texas A&M, and I interviewed him, and nicest guy in the world, you know. One of the most, you know – Cheerfully, um, you know, laughing guys. You know, he's he, you know he's you know what he's into dinosaurs. Yeah, sounds like okay. my grandson. Yeah, okay. he's into dinosaurs. Your grandson. We're talking about a grown man. Yeah, but you know he's you know he's into he is he's into going into get, going in and being you know a guy that you know looks at dinosaurs and you know he wants to go out there and you know uh, dig them up and all that type of stuff. So he he's he's into that, but he's just a happy jovial type of guy. Just likes to drive fast, I guess. He's a big guy in that little bitty car. That's yeah, a true. little car, bro. Dude. Yeah. That's a little car. Luckily, Jaws of Life didn't have I mean, he could have broken leg, anything. No, broke his right. neck. He was out of the hospital within a day. You know, Jeez. crazy. And and again, thank God that his passenger's okay. So, but yeah, not 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 good, man. Not good. Um, touched on this earlier. The Chiefs and the Bucks game will be moved to Minnesota if they deem it unplayable in Tampa on Sunday night. Um, they're hoping that it'll, it'll be diminished enough in the area with the with the Hurricane Ian. It'll be diminished enough so they can play the game. But they still made a call, and I don't think they're going to make a call until at least tomorrow or Saturday. So that that game could change very quickly. So that's mm. where that is. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's dig into some AFC power rankings, guys. Let's uh, we did the NFC yesterday. We did the top five in the NFC today. We do the top five in the AFC. Um, I'll kick it off if you guys want. I'll do. I'll go first. Uh, number five, I still have the Bengals. I have not given up on the Bengals, and I think tonight goes a long what? way. Yes, I'm still there, man. Mm. I'm still there. I think there's too much talent. I, I know the offensive line has let them down, but the offensive line wasn't good last year, and they figured out a way to get to a Super Bowl. So I still have them in my top five. I know. Uh, Ravens at number four for me. I'm a big believer in the Ravens. I uh, I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. I think Lamar Jackson is going to win the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, and I believe in Harbaugh as a coach, and I believe in that defense. So I am a believer. Count me as a believer for the Ravens. Number three <laughs> is the Dolphins. Um, I like what I've seen out of Mike McDaniel. Barrett, you were on this. You and Baldy were the first two guys I really remember saying, look out for this dude. Uh, <laughs> but I like what he's done. I just wonder if Tua can hold up health-wise. Um, but so far, so good with what they've been able to do. Uh, number two, I have the Chiefs. You know, for pretty obvious reasons, I think their their loss, their one loss this season was an anomaly, 
Um, I think they're better than what they showed in that game. I think they'll learn from it. And I buy the Bills, too. I think the Bills get healthy. The Bills are still the most talented team in the NFL. So that's my five. I go nice. Bengals, Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Bills. All right. I'll, 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 I guess I'll go next. All right. No. Uh oh. All right. Oh no. First off, I'm going br- Browns. Browns at five. Browns, Browns. at five. Whoa. Yeah, I I know, man. I I hate to do it to myself, especially I know my brother's listening. He's kicking and everything, laughing. I'm and shocked everything. by that one. I got to tell you, that's. I, I'm going because I, bro, I, I like their defense and I love their offensive line. Their running back tandem is the best in football. Huh. Um, and and their quarterback, he seems to figure out a way. Jacoby Brissett just keeps on keeps on ticking, man. You know what I'm saying? He's just like the Energizer Bunny. He's done a nice job. He just job, keeps man. going and going yep. and going and going, and he's he's kind of stabilized that team. Yeah, he stabilized them. So I'm he's go doing clean. exactly what he needed to do. So exactly, far. exactly. Next, I'm a believer in the Ravens. Also, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> Jack. Jackson, he wants to make sure – Lamar Jackson wants to make sure that everybody understands that these fools aren't paying me, mm-hmm. so they're really going to have to pay me now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Next, I'll go Miami. They just have so many weapons. It's not necessarily Tua, but I, I just like the speed that they have, but their defense can can rock and roll also. Yeah. After that, I got to go with Big Red. Big Red's mm-hmm. going to keep them Chiefs um, up there where it needs to be, you know, and and – um, after that, I go with you know Buffalo. They're 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 still the cream of the crop. They they kind of faltered this last week. I don't know how they lost to them. I I still don't know, but I still stay there. Think they're the best team probably uh, in the NFL right now. Yeah, and and, and not playing a a really good game, banged up. They were still right there if if the the player had gotten out of bounds to potentially you know kick that field goal. Exactly. It, it, despite all of that. Um, yep. So. Yeah, I'm with you with the Bills. I, Bills just need to get healthy. That, that's all they need to do. Yep. All right, Gunner. I'm giving Doug Peterson and those young guns down in Jacksonville Whoa. some of love. I'm going with Jacksonville at number number five. Jags, they they're cracking the, the top they have, five. Yeah, they have the seventh-ranked defense and the sixth-ranked offense right now. They're averaging 28 points a game, giving up only 12.7 points a game. Okay. Maybe they're too young to realize they're not supposed to be this good this soon. But the bottom line is they have people talking across the league about them right now. I started, and yeah, I started to put them there, but I had to go with yeah. I know. I, something – I don't know what it was. I couldn't bring myself to do it. But I can't put – I can't okay. put – I, I put, tell you, I put them there before I put Cleveland there. I'll tell you that right now. You know, <laughs> Cleveland's the shocker, you know, man. I can't believe that. Number four, Baltimore. And here's the thing about Baltimore. They're an either-or team because they have the seventh – they have the fourth-ranked offense. They're averaging 33 points a game. Their defense is ranked dead last in the league. They're giving up almost 460 yards a game right that now. That is a lot. Yeah. You know, so obviously, you know, Lamar's carrying that team on his back. He's got that whole world on his back down there. He, he's going to get paid. Yeah, he in, in fairness, they're get getting paid. healthier uh, with the defensive back. Some of that stuff was when they didn't have – when you and me were back there playing, you know, corner and safety. But, yeah, I hear you. Now, now, guess, now my number three team has an offense that's averaging 28 points a game. Their defense is 31st. You wouldn't believe who it is. Miami. Their defense is 31st. Their defense is 31st, giving up 413 yards a game. Whoa. Okay. And I thought their defense was balling better than that. But the bottom line is that you look at the way they won their last two games. They win a shootout in Baltimore, and they come back and win a low-scoring knuckle junction-type battle with the Buffalo Bills, who I think are the most rugged team in the NFL. So they've showed me something. But 
they got to get the problems fixed on defense just like Baltimore did. They can't rely on the offense forever, you know. Um, and number two team, Kansas City, you know. Thing is, you know, we talked about how Kansas City's defense wasn't supposed to be that good. They have a tenth <laughs> ranked defense right now. Yeah. You know, and so their defense is playing better than I thought it was. Yeah, that's, that's going to be no, important going forward. Yeah, I think it's more so the offense is staying on the field a lot longer than defense has been out there. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Barrett, as you know, defense eventually has to get back on the field. Yeah. They do have to yeah. get on the field and play. But the defense has been getting off the field. You know, I don't know how they're doing it because I don't think their defense is that good, but they've been doing it. But you're right. The offense has been sustaining drives. When you got when you got the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the weapons they have on offense, they, they don't have to be a quick straight offense. They can just hurt you by moving the clock. They basically tell you, you cannot stop us. I thought Valda Scanton would be more of a productive player for him. I did too. too. I did too. But so Juju's been time. very good for that offense. Yeah, Juju is definitely – He's he's held up his his por- portion of the deal. He has, you know. And, and I, Miko, was, and what's Miko Harmon, Miko Harmon, he can flat out fly. He just he's got a blazer. He's, he's a second blazer. fiddle to Tyreek, but that dude can fly. You, you know, know, he's a George. He was the fast player at the University of Georgia when he was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And number one, obviously, has to be Buffalo. They nicked up. You know, you lose a Pro Bowler like Micah Hyde. That's a big loss in the back Huge. end of your defense. Deion Dawkins is hurt right now. Dawson Knox, the tight end, is nicked up right now. Jordan Phillips, the D tackle, is, is is nicked up right now. They don't know. They're all questionable for this Sunday's game. Um, but that defense, man, eleven sacks. First, they're the number one defense right now in the league. They're the number two offense in the league. Mm. I mean, <laughs> you can't get much better than that. And, and they yeah, got they two rookies, blitz. two rookies starting corner. Yes, a first round pick, and the other one I Bedford believe is Kazir. Yeah. Um, but but dude, can you ask for anything more from a team? They had a blip. They got caught. They got caught, you know, looking over their sleeping. shoulder. Yeah, they got sleeping. caught by, by Miami. They got caught sleeping. But I don't think there is a better town a better team in the NFL right now than Buffalo. Absolutely. That's a good list. Good list. I little surprises sprinkled in a little, a little bit from you guys. I think you guys uh were surprised I went Bengals despite their start. But uh yeah, the Browns I'm, I'm was like, a wait. shocker and the Jags. Ooh. Pretty good. Pretty Ooh. good. Cleveland, hey. I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to stomach that one. Cleveland, that's hey. just because of that running game, man. You know, I know. I that's know. Just my old, my offensive line days. When you can run the ball, is is it's a plus, man. You yeah. know, say what you want to say yeah. about passers. You know, if you don't have that elite elite quarterback, then you have to bring something to the table. When you have a dominant offensive line like they do, and a run game with those two heads back there, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they have one of the top three offensive lines in the game. Oh, yeah. so no question, there's no question about, about it. you know. No. And that offensive line has kept a lot of heat off of Brissett, you know, and he's played, he's played basically a solid games. Solid. Yeah. He doesn't turn the ball over. Nope. He's not a, he's not a wild factor quarterback. He does a little things well. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yes. You know, he gives your team a chance to win, and that's and that's all you ask for. And you look at where Cleveland is now. All you got to do is go Chubb, uh, Chubb and Hunt. And, that, yeah. you know, that, that sold me with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah. 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 yeah see how tough Chubb runs so tough. He's man. a man. <laughs> and, and Kareem Hunt's running ticked off because he wanted out and they wouldn't let him out. Exactly. So yeah. he's running ticked off. Oh, look, that, that's a pretty good stat right there. Look. Chubb Denner has an, as much rushing yards as the top receiver has receiving it. You're absolutely You're right. right. You're right about that. <laughs> he, could, he could tote it, man. You're absolutely I, right. I thought this was cool. The Giants started practice today uh, with Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. Oh, man. Coolio passed touch. away yesterday at 59 years old. Nice touch. Yeah. Nice touch by uh, Brian Dable and crew. Number Famous. one song in 1995. Oh, that was that was huge, man, that song. Still on the top of my playlist. When I'm outside working in the yard, yeah, man. I'm always playing. That's one of the songs I'm always playing. Yep. You always sing it. He'd be sitting in your desk singing Gangsta Paradise. You're right. You're right. <laughs> He's be singing it. I'm like, dog. I'm yeah. trying to watch my movie, man. <laughs> you're, you're disturbing me. And I can hit, hey, B. Brooks, I can hit that note, can't I? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, dog. Like, I wasn't really mad, but I'm just saying, dog. I'm trying to listen to my, listen to my movie. <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of two or three movies. Oh, hey, hey, my boy. Listen B. Brooks, to this what are you doing? Hey, man, Digan, I'm watching the movie, man. I'll get back to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're supposed to be doing stats, man. <laughs> but, hey, look, my boy uh, says, uh, Gators in the flood or in uh, neighborhoods walking around. Now that's dangerous. Oh, yes, man. Gators. They said, he said there's center consoles and boats sitting in front yards. Nah, then I'm staying in the house. I, that's good. I'm good. Dude, I've, I've seen video in, in Florida through the years where people just open their garage doors, get ready to go to work, go somewhere, and the Gators under the cars in the garage or the a, a eight, 10 foot Gator sitting in the driveway. No. Oh, they I'm also like, have, what? they also have, um, Snakes now, you know, there was a um, I think like, oh, the like 20 years ago, 20 yeah, years python. ago, yep, pythons had you know, there, there was a bunch of, of pet stores that flooded, yeah, and all those pythons they got, got out. out, and now they're breeding, now they're taking over, now they're killing gators now. Oh, yeah. yes, oh, well, it's you, no joke, you yeah, know, uh, no you joke. know, one of my favorite shows is that show, um, um, the, the swamp people, right? Oh, yeah. you know that. <laughs> You know, I love that I love, I love so, the way they talk. Yeah. So, they, they, you know, for the last few years, they, they have a spinoff show where a few of those guys go to Florida and they have guys who uh, are experts at going out in the Everglades and stuff and rounding up uh, pythons and anacondas that are yeah. out there. And I'm like, man, do you have a death wish or what? Yeah, that's I'm talking a 12, a 15, yeah. eight, because they're killing the ecosystem and they're killing all the wildlife. You yep. know, uh, pythons got to eat, you know. So they're killing up all the natural habitat out there. Man. I'm like, you go from shooting gators in a boat, first of all, and putting them in a the boat with you to walking out in the backyard of pythons and anacondas and you wrangling pythons and anacondas. 
Now, I will say this. I used to have some nice Python, Python cowboy boots back in the day. I had like six, seven <laughs> pairs. A python, a python. I think you need to wear those again. Break those things out. Man. Oh man, I gave. I do. You you have no idea how many pair of of skin boots I gave away. Cowboy boots when I lived down in California, hmm. dude. I had shark skin, gator, <laughs> rattlesnake. I, I, um, and it went Tony Lama. Tony Tony Lama was the big name back then. I don't know if it still is, gosh. but man, D Gun had his share Tony Lamas. Man, I'm you see me you. wear cowboy it's boots. Dude, they were me wearing cowboy boots. Dude. Come on, they only make my size. Not the gators out there, bro. They make mine, but I could never even pull that off. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They are okay. comfortable. You can wear them with a suit. You wear them with jeans. They're very comfortable, man. Now you can't do it. I I've seen people. You. Now you can go down. You go down like uh, SEC football. Oh. Go down to the Grove and miss uh, an old Miss. Go to oh, the yeah. Grove. And all you see is sundresses and cowboy boots. Daniel's thing ever seen bad. in my life. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. My yeah. favorite pair, though. My favorite pair, I had a pair of ostrich. Oh, man. It's like wearing house slippers, man. Oh, ostrich my goodness. skin. I got yep. ostrich skin on my, my motorcycle seat. I ain't never had them on my feet, though. Dude, let me tell you something. Ostrich, ostrich skin is the truth. Who that said? Somebody just said, D-Gun about to get canceled by, Pe- by Peter. Uh, <laughs> Peter can't catch me. They can't catch me. <laughs> Plus, I have nothing now. That was like 20 years ago. I ain't got nothing now. You I got you. You're clean now. You're good. Clean. Look, Ross, hey, you, hey, you be, <laughs> he said you look like the village people. You had <laughs> <laughs> Kev, man, something wrong with you, man. Something wrong with you, man. All right. On that note, let's get a quickie here and we'll come back. Hey, Aaron Judge, man. Aaron Judge uh, set the AL record monster. last night. What a year. What, talk about betting on yourself and winning. Um, and there was some money lost in that exchange last night, which we'll tell you mm. about. All right. When we get back, don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. I actually rode past their truck today on my street, stopped just to kind of check out what was going on. I am not kidding you. They were taking a tree down. The work was unbelievable. I mean, it was clean. It looked like the tree was never there. Uh, the crew was was fish. I only stayed for like five, 10 minutes, watch these guys. It was pretty impressive watching their work. But Flint Tree Services is an, is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So the question is, do you have any types of issues with your trees in your yard or your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, you get storm and hurricane season, as we well know, upon us. Now's a great time to get your trees evaluated before that bad weather hits. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more uh, information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610 850 2848 610 850 or reach out to them online. That's The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Thanks for being with us today. We are Sports Day, Jacob Schwartz YouTube Network, Barrett, Derek, and Rob. Uh, two o'clock, by the way, top of the hour. Najee Good, former Eagles linebacker and special teamer, is going to be joining us. Najee not only played for the Birds during his career, but also finished up with Jacksonville. So we will talk to him about both of those two squads coming up at the top of the hour and what he's got going on now. Najee had a really good, carved out a really good career for himself, uh, Barrett. He, he, had, no he had a, yeah, a nice career. Uh, sometimes, you know, you you, you got to nickel and dime the league. Just like I nickel and dime the league. I didn't make the big, big contract, but he came in. It was productive. Mm-hmm. You know, special team guy for the most part. But then he started spot starting for teams, you know, and, and, and that's how you do it, man. Sometimes you got to come in. You can be the you got to be the reliever. Yeah. You know sometimes you got to put in the righty, not the left and the righty. He went out there and performed. So nice, long career, you know, doing some stuff outside of football that, uh, very interesting also. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to talking to him at the top of the hour. All right. So Aaron Judge last night hits his 61st. It took a while, guys. It was seven, eight days in between home runs. And you look, you know, it was weighing on his mind. He said as much. And he said more than anything else, when he saw the ball go over the fence, relief. You know, just a sigh of relief that he was able to do it. But 61st home run, it ties Roger Maris for the most ever by an AL team. You, I don't know if you guys saw it. It was really cool. Roger Maris Jr. has been following him around just to 
you know, kind of pass the baton or whatever. It's a nice gesture by the Maris family. Anyway, so his son is there sitting next to Aaron Judge's mother. And after he hit the home run, they gave each other a big hug. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, pretty Amazing. Cool moment there. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but the home run. So if, if you watch <laughs> the, the video, there's a fan who kind of reaches his glove out and just misses it. I think it might have ticked his glove. I couldn't even tell. Um, so it ends up going into the, uh, the the Jays bullpen coach, who's Matt Bushman, ends up catching it. He gave it right back to the to the uh, to Aaron Judge. But if that fan could have caught it, he could have gotten upwards by some estimates of two million dollars had he caught what? that ball. Yes. Let me tell you. But you know what, dog? I, I, in all honesty, bro, if I was in that same situation. Even knowing with that amount of money, I I I probably just gave it to him anyways, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I dove over that rail and jumped mm-hmm. on top of that bullpen coach who caught that ball. Yeah, you, you would have had to risked, pry that ball yeah. like the jaws of life out of my hand. Yes. I'd have risked being not me, man. Risked, I, let me tell you something. I, I would have risked being kicked out of the stadium for the rest of the season. Yeah. If I had yeah. one inkling that that yep. ball was yep. worth two million dollars, I'll say, look here. Aaron, uh, I want college to give it back would have been paid for. Yeah, for me. College, the kids. Now I've told my kids, you you on your own. This this the gun money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone, and I'm Dad, gone. Dad, what are those fourteen new grills that just arrived yeah, today? Man. Mind your business. Don't worry, mom. About it. Mom, we haven't seen that in twelve days. Where is it? Yeah, he? yeah, exactly. Oh, Honey, we're no, looking for it. That's all I can tell you. Yes, you guys are saying, man. But as as an athlete, man, I I'd have still gave it to him. Now I've been had to have my hand out like, hey, I need some charity, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, I hope you he gives Bush, I hope he gives Matt Bushman a little bit. Bullpen catchers don't exactly you know break the bank. Get take care right. of my man. Get him a car. You know, you know what they about charity bear? What's charity that? begins at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. That money, that money, that ball going home. Yeah, I'm waiting. Oh. <laughs> <I gotta> say- <laughs> Yeah. That's I going mean, to be a gun charity. Oh, you know, now Barry, you know I'm gonna take care of my wife and kids. You know, that's that's yeah. that's, you know that's saying, a given. Was, but in terms of giving that ball back, uh-uh. Hey, look, hey, look at man, I'd have fought every security guard in that stadium. Yes. That ball. <laughs> See that right now. We'd have been throwing down until they secured me, Come until on, they handcuffed man. me out of that stadium. But Barry, but Rob is right. You would have had to pry that ball out of my vice grip hands uh-huh. to get that ball back, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, Aaron I, I Judge, would. you can have the 62nd one. I want yeah. the 61st one. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I pretty I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pretty honestly, cool I'm, I'm, I'm being honest to goodness, man. Honest to goodness, truth. I I, I know I would have. Stupid. I know. That's good. I mean, that speaks to your character. Obviously, we don't have the same kind of character you have. Stupidity. I have enough character to take care of my family. Exactly. <laughs> like oh Randy Moss said, straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron Judge, uh, I mean, he smoked that ball last night, too. Exit Velo was, uh, was pretty strong. What wasn't pretty strong, uh, speaking of baseball, was the Phillies. Uh, and they oh, here we go. I had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait an hour and 44 minutes into the show before I could even bring myself to, to doing this. But they lose again last night to the lowly Cubs. They're now a half game up on the Brewers as the Phillies go into action today. Um, I, I can't even figure this out. So they've now lost four straight overall, nine of their last 12. There's only eight games left, by the way. And Milwaukee is is tugging on their on their cape right now. Phillies are 10 and 13 in September and 0 and 5 this year against the Chicago Cubs. Okay. This is a Cubs team that, and I don't, I don't, you know, I get it. They play better lately and all that, but this is a Cubs team that's absolutely cooked 
They they are 80 and 69 and 86. Okay. That's how bad this Cubs team is. And the Phillies have provided five of those wins this year. Okay. This is this is what we, we've tended to see here. They go two for 16, you know, with runners in scoring position. They leave 12. They've scored three three runs in the first two games. It's a disgrace. Is this our this is this our Tampa Bay now? No, this is the this is the Miami Marlins of 2022. Yes. No, it's it the Tampa Bay when we lost oh. the playoffs to them. Yeah. Some of the Eagles, Eagles. But, but Tampa well, was good at least. At least Tampa was good. Okay. This team's right. Yeah, yeah. This All Cubs right. team is is cooked, and they're throwing about the, the kid they threw last night. It was only like his fourth major league start. Yes. You know, but the kid's been humming. You know, I was looking at his stats. He's been he's humming. legit. He, yeah, he's but, legit. But still, you're talking about a veteran power hitting team who knows what's at stake with a veteran latent pitching staff and they're, fa- they're falling apart like this. Now they had 11 hits last night. Yep. They were two for 16 with runners in scoring position and left 12 men on base. Derek, they had the leadoff man on six straight innings. Yes. Like, are you what? kidding me? Yeah. Yes. Six straight innings. Oh, yes. come on. Now. See, come yes. on. Now. I just see that aspect. It's oh, awful situational hitting guys. Look, get the guy over. Lay down a butt. Do something to try to manufacture a run here, and don't just wait for the freaking home run every time. Well, see, that's there. There are lots of problems. We need to start changing up that lineup. Well, okay. Guess what? So today he did nothing to change the lineup up. Nothing. Wow. He kept it. It's virtually exactly the same that it has been for. I don't know. It's Schwarber leading off. It's Hoskins two, Harper three, Realmuto four, Bohm five, Marsh six, Segura seven, Maton eight, Veerling nine. That's the lineup. Jeez. Well, you expect the same results. It, it, it's insanity. Here's when you know doomsday is upon you. Prior to Aaron Nola giving up that home run to Morals last right. night, who's killed them, by the way, who's that killed them two killed nights him. in a row. Aaron Nola had not allowed a home run in the previous 25 and two third innings before last night and he throws a breaking pitch that's just spinning like a frisbee one of the few pitches that did not break and morals jumped all over it and and sent that one out to left field and that's when i said i was about to text rob but i figured he was already under his covers crying trust me and i said they just lost this game that one pitch i said they lost this game yeah no because think think about this rob go back to, to to from the time that rob thompson took over june july and early august a four-run deficit for this team was nothing. Nothing. Yep. It was nothing. We were just sitting back waiting for the bats to explode, and they would. Fifth inning, sixth yep. inning, eighth yep. inning. Now, lately, in the last week or so, dude, they can't hit themselves in the backside right now. Schwarber, again, you know, he won for four. Hoskins, at least, was three for four. But Harper went 0 for four. His last, last at bat, Derek, was it almost – It was abysmal. It's, it was like a give up at bat. It, it was – and, and – you know, it's not like him. He's given effort no. since he's gotten here. But I'm telling you, man, it was terrible that at bat. It was such a give up at bat. It was bad. It was, Bro, and, that, and, and Hoskins pitch. was on. Hoskins yes. led off with a hit. Yeah, he did. That pitch he struck out on was so far outside. You could see from the moment it left the pitcher's hand, that was nowhere near the plate. Yeah. He swings it. He lunges at it and swings at it terrible. and just walks to the dugout like, okay. Yeah, All right, well, that's on, it. I'm telling yeah. you. Doomsday is upon this team. I'll give you uh, Jason Stark, uh, who, you know, does an unbelievable job uh, with the athletic, just, you know, generally is is excellent. So the Phillies, let me see if I can find this one for you. 
Um, well, let me let me throw this at you first. So their their last four Septembers. Last year they lost their last six out of seven. The year before they lost seven of the final eight. 2019, Jeez. nine of 12. Oh my 2018, goodness. nine of 11. Uh, that's that's the way this has looked the last, you know, whatever September's here. Um, they have the second worst record over the last five years in the month of September of any team in baseball. Oh, my least. goodness. Oh, so, my goodness. you know, it's not good, uh, to say the least. It is not good. Uh, Suarez goes today. I, I can't – like, I have no idea at this point. I can't sit here with any confidence to tell you they're making the playoffs <laughs> or they're not. I don't know what to tell you anymore. Rob, I mean, I'm glad you said that because just a week ago, and I was right there with you, I remember you uttering the words, I'm not worried about this team making the playoffs. As yeah. inconsistent as they were playing, I was right there with you. Yep. But as we sit here today, and they've lost what? Not where was that stat? They lost nine of the last twelve. Yeah, nine of twelve. Five nine in a row. Twelve. Four in a row and nine of twelve. Yep. My goodness, I I don't know what to make of this team. I know I'm lying and, if I told you I thought they were getting in. I don't know anymore. So I thought I thought St. Louis would take two from Milwaukee. No, lo and behold, the Brewers find a way to win that game last night, five to one. They had the bases loaded to eighth inning. It was a one-one game. It was a two-one Brewers lead. They punched three across. Mm-hmm. Now Milwaukee has seven games left: four against Miami and three against Arizona, all in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they. I don't see them losing any of those games. As bad as their pitching staff is, now now they can they breathe a new life because I have now technically, Phillies are a game and a half up on them. Technically, yeah, you know, because, because the they, they, yeah, they hold the tiebreaker, correct? Yeah. Yep. But I, I, are you confident they're going to sweep Washington in four? No. I was looking. Who was Washington? Just beat somebody the other day. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Who the heck did I, they just beat? I um, just, I, I, Derek, they're in their own heads. Like they are. They're in their own heads. Like, what the heck is going on here? Um, Washington just beat Atlanta in ten innings. Okay. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, Washington, Atlanta took two out of three, but I'm still. You know, yeah. they got Philadelphia coming. Oh, my goodness. I, I, just, I don't know what to make. I, Washington's a team that's more desperate than the Cubs. Yeah. They got a bunch of guys playing for their careers. Well, and the other the other thing is now, you know, and again, there's no excuses. Just win. I don't care when you're playing, what the deal is, but but having these like all this like change up and goofy doubleheader stuff that's going on that they're going to have to deal with, weird weather in Washington, who knows what any of it means, you know, at, at this point. I, it's uh, – you know, it's hard to make any predictions. So what they have is Suarez goes today, Falter uh, game one, Friday, Syndergaard game two. Uh, Gibson goes on Saturday. Uh, this is not a, a nice little combination uh, here. And then you get Wheeler on Sunday. It, that's, yeah. Who's pitching the first game again? Uh, after Suarez today, it's Falter. No, no, I'm the first game of the Washington series. Falter? Falter's first game, and then Syndergaard's okay. second game. So that's the double. So for, I'm sorry, for people who are just jumping on with us, they were initially supposed to play a doubleheader on Saturday. They're changing that because of the weather. They're going to play a day-night tomorrow, 105-705 tomorrow in Washington. The first game is Falter, second game Syndergaard. There's only a 105 game on Saturday, and that's Gibson. And Wheeler, I know, I know. And look, I there. you can't praise Rob Thompson more than we praised him. Right, right. I just right. feel like Barrett, he's making a mistake not changing this thing up. He I is. don't like it. That's definitely the case. We're, we're, they're, in the, they're in a position that they've seen this happen before. They've realized when they only had to win one of the five to get in. 
Right. And they didn't do it. I know. So they've seen this whole story before. Yeah. When get in and you're good. After you, everybody, once you get in the playoffs, everybody starts zero and zero. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wonder, like, what you're, you're, I think, I I think we all agree Rob Thompson's coming back. What do you do? You're going to have to change this up because there's too many core guys who have just been through these collapses too many times in September. Yeah. You got to shake this up. Yeah, man. You can't see this. This hurts worse. Now, if they were out of it at the beginning of September, people would probably stomach it a little bit better. Yeah. If they mess this up, considering what they did to keep this thing going with all the injuries they've had, people are going to lose their minds. But the good thing is I equate this to what I said about the Eagles all summer, and it turned out to be accurate, that if they let both Arthega Whiteside and, and Rager go, nobody would care because of all the excitement surrounding all the additions of this team. I would say there's so many people focused on the Eagles right now. You would have a smaller contingent of diehard Philly fans that would cry foul, but more people would be excited about what the Eagles are doing more so than anything else. You're you're right. I listen. They're the Phillies are very fortunate that yes. the Eagles are off to this kind of start. No question about it. It's converted yeah, no a lot of attention away from this. Like if the Eagles were one and two right now, and we didn't have high hopes for them this season, that and everybody's got eyeballs on the Phillies. They would be getting killed, killed right now. No question. For the way this has gone. So it's a it's a really good point. So we'll see if they can salvage one in Chicago and get it going in uh, in Washington. But yeah, it's um it's been a very sketchy, you know, the, the whole month. The, the month of September 10 and 13 is not the way you want to finish this thing up. And they haven't been good enough. And it's been across the board. Nola wasn't good enough last night. Two for 16 with runners in scoring position. 12 left on base. Three runs in two games. Jeez. It's uh, against yeah. the Cubs. Three yeah, runs against the Cubs. I found my Jason Stark stat. So they're 25 games under 500 the last five seasons in the oh month my of September, goodness. which oh is the second goodness. worst record in, in all of baseball of any team. That goes for, you know, like the Kansas City Royals and the garbage, uh, you know, teams. That's where they are. They're in that same company. And what's the Phillies September record right now? 10 and 13. Jeez. So they're on pace to continue yes. that trend, you know, of just collapsing. These are that's the other thing. It's not like they played 500 baseball the last no. four years. It's been mm. collapsed city kind of baseball the last few years. I, I can, a, okay, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I can give it. I can give them previous years because they didn't have the talent they have on this team. Right. This team is built to win now, Correct. and I'm not saying go to the World Series. I'm saying to stroll into the playoffs, not back into the playoffs. Yep stroll into the playoffs yeah now we're sitting here with a little more than a week left in the season they may not get in the playoffs yeah it is distinctly mm. possible that that may end up happening all right let's do this let's get a timeout and we come back we're going to talk to former eagle Najee good Najee good's going to join us we'll talk birds 2022 of course uh the jags where he also played as well and his memories of being in philadelphia as an eagle playing in super bowl 52 so much to dive into find out what he's up to now as well you want to check that out when we get back, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Don't go anywhere. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, Birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Right, we are back. We are Sports Take on this Thursday. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to our next guest. Uh, was an Eagles linebacker special teamer, played here from 2013 to 17. Of course, also played in Jacksonville as well. And you see the helmet right there. Yes. What up? What up? What up? Yeah, How's it going? Baby, What's up, yeah. my man? How you make it out? I'm doing good, man. How you guys doing? Down good, here, man. Good, good man. to see you. Well, yes, where sir. are you? Where are you located? Where, where, where are you? I'm where, actually where are you right at uh, Jack's Beach, man. Weather in the storm. Uh, uh, okay. To come up to the game, but I um, got sat down here. But all is well, you know. All is well. Got how it. how is it in your your neck of the woods? Is it as scary as some of the stuff we've seen, or not not quite? Yeah, as bad? yeah. I mean, I, I got family and friends, guys that I know used to play in Tampa. They got hit pretty hard, but up here it's it's all good to go, man. I was actually with Marcus Pollard and the guys uh, earlier in the week, seeing how they were doing. Mm. Everybody excited for the game, man. So they're ready to come up there and, uh, you know, play a worthy opponent. There you go. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's the big thing right there, a worthy opponent. Now, uh, earlier on when we first got the schedule, they weren't thinking they were going to be playing. The Eagles weren't thinking they were going to be playing a worthy opponent. Now these guys have came out and uh, showed pretty much that um, Doug can coach. He knows what he's talking about. And, and they're following suit, man. 
Man, it's it's funny to see Doug. I saw him in the preseason, and his whole entire demeanor from two, 2017, 18, won the Super Bowl to now has not changed. And no, it know, hasn't. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, just kind of seeing him come with the team. You know, obviously Jaguars went through the ebbs and flows last year. Everybody knows the story that happened with um, you know Urban and everything, but you know, just to kind of weather the ship to see where Doug is taking our team in 16 and then 17 when we won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, I feel that same energy here. And the good yeah. thing about it is, you you know, he's a good coach, man. He knows what he's doing. He, he has a young quarterback and he put a lot of coaches that are quarterback offensive minds yep. around Trevor to yep. really show him that perspective of the game. And at the end of the day, he finished with everybody go eat some ice cream. So the players can, love can, 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 can you let us in on – what it is about Doug that gets the best out of players, what he got out of you guys, 16, 17. I thought, and I've said this a number of times over the last couple of weeks, I thought Jacksonville would be at least a year away from being a competitive team. You look at the money they spent to bring in free agents and stuff, and everybody was laughing about them paying Christian Kirk that kind of money. Oh, my goodness. He fit right in, okay? You look at some of them, the drafts they've had in the last couple of years. What is it about Doug that's able to get these guys to not just play at a high level, but another level for him? I think it's uh, multiple reasons, but the two that really stick out is uh, one, Doug was a player. So he understands, you know, he's he's seen what the game does to people and how it treats them. And he's a coach that wants to treat people right. When you have that feeling of, you know, being good, you know, God first in football, man, he he wants that to be in his team. And you can immediately see that like, type of energy flow right into the team. And you saw that happen in 2016 and in 2017 with our team. And then you get the, you know, the other added advantage of that, you know, Doug being a quarterback, understanding the business yeah. of the game, he has another edge on top of, uh, I think a lot, you know, just knowing how, how he needs to spin the pieces the right way. Cause to Doug, I feel like he's just a, an extension of Trevor being on that sideline mm-hmm. he knows what pieces he needs he knows what parts he needs and he wants to run his offense so he came and put the coaches around him to do so and then they went out and got a hell of a defense man picking mm-hmm. up with the first round pick with uh you know walker and then definitely adding in uh old boy from the falcons that linebacker and then they had some players just step up that want to play and when you get those key pieces around man you uh you know what you're doing mm-hmm. Najee, when you like doug takes over for chip when he was here and it was you know kind of combustible situation and he kind of smoothed the calm the waters do you see that parallel there with what was happening with Urban Meyer now and what's going on with Doug with that team? Oh yeah, definitely, man. It's uh, it's it's very comparable. What I definitely see and I like um, that he's doing is taking the quarterback and Trevor and making the most out of him because he is, a, you know, he's a great talent and athlete. And um, you know, this is going to be a real test for him because the offensive line will get tested this week you know, heavily with Fletch and my boys up there. And then, you know, he's definitely going to have to make some tight throws with the way the defense is running. And I know Kazir White, that dude is a hell of a linebacker. They've been running around. So he's going he's gonna to definitely be thrown in the fire, man. We got to see if he, uh, you know. That's right, Kazir. Yeah, that's right. That's little, right. little college ties right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. that's right. I know, well, I, know, I know where you're going with that. Yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in fact, you guys just got Trot's son. We got to yeah. represent, man. We got to represent. You got your boy. You got Trot's son also. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trot's yeah, son yeah, yeah. with him. Yep. But yeah, um, he is a beast, by the way. He yeah. is a beast. But, yeah. you know, look at the stream, man. You know, I mean, it's evident. Where the hell is our special teams at? And the stream is like, all right, we need to bring Najee back, man, to jump Because our special teams right now is is, is 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 not showing up. We got two-thirds of the team that's there. We need that one-third of special teams, man. We're not doing it, man. Do you guys have something in special teams that's looking all right, man, that we got to worry about? 
I say that uh, with the special teams player that everybody know of definitely is with Christian Kirk and then Jamal Agnew. I'm telling you right now, man, it's nobody can deny the speed, you know, when you yeah. see it. Yeah. So, uh, that's enough highlights to go around where I think I don't even need to comment on that. But I think with the Eagles special teams, man, it's, it's they, they got such dynamic stars and athletes, man, that those cats can make the plays when needed. They just need to start doing them more consistently. And then with, yeah. you know, with Jacksonville and everything that they've done, um, sorry about that. They, um, you know, they really, you know, they really understand, I think, in total of the game and where the team was deficient last year, Doug knows where to add it to be efficient and then, you know, keep moving forward. Hey, Najee, uh, I don't have to tell you this, but uh, Jalen Hurst has become the Pied Piper of Philadelphia after just three weeks. And you being a defensive player, and obviously you had to study a lot of quarterbacks in your day. Tell me what you see most about him that jumps out at you. The the honest to God, man, the one thing I see about Jalen is his, like, he got a di- he got a different swag and calmness this year that just allows him to make the right throw. Mm-hmm. You know, he he matured into the game. You saw him kind of making flustered throws. You saw him maybe trying to fit yeah. things up last year, going to the games. Like now, he's just he back with his boy and AJ. You can just see he got a comfortableness and a, and a calmness that you know. Jalen's thing that stick out is that for one, he's strong as hell. He he just got to be able to have time to do what he need to do, man. So um, I think that his confidence and being a quarterback and and actually making throws that a lot of people was questioning him on right now is like those are answered. So he can throw the mm-hmm. ball. We know he can run the ball now. I mean, shit, we always knew he can run the ball, but mm-hmm. um, I think that that's uh, that's it. dual threat is a term you're hearing right now in a lot of quarterback positions. Mm-hmm. They successfully doing it without getting hurt. I know when I played with Vic back in 13, you know, everybody thought of him as one player and, you know, he was the other type of player and seeing him run. Now Cats is throwing the ball as well as they're running it. Um, that's really what Jalen is. How uh, Najee, how, how dynamic is that A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith combo they have on the outside? Man, I play with him on Madden all the time, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're dynamic enough. They're dynamic enough to be one and two. Well, you know, looking at um this year, you you know the Jacksonville defense, man. They they added Lloyd, and Lloyd is taking his game to another level, man. He can run, he hits, you know, what I'm saying leaving Utah. You know, I I I thought he was the number one linebacker uh, in the draft, and we went and got the number two linebacker in the draft. But he is, man. He's playing long. He's playing efficient. You know, tell me what his traits were making him so good as his rookie year. Man, it's uh, it's funny because that dude is not that big, but when he hit, man, he like looks thin. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's a wall hitting you. And his his athleticism and speed for the game, um, right now being young and durable, like his speed is really his instincts is something that stuck out. You can see that in college, but um, it's a testament to Doug, man. He see the what the players are great at, and he just let him excel. And I've got a couple of friends that's, you know, still on the team from playing down here. And when he first got here, they was telling me Lloyd was just running around trying to hit everything. And now he know what to hit. <laughs> <laughs> so you can definitely see. He definitely know what to hit, man. He, can you make that comparison? Can you make a comparison? Or would you uh, to Micah Parsons and him? I mean, is there is there a little bit of comparison to both of those guys? I would say definitely comparison to instinct. Uh, I actually think he might be faster. And then wow. size-wise, Micah Parsons is definitely, you know, that dude is a monster. Right. <laughs> uh, definitely seeing him play. He's a monster. But Lloyd, man, inst- instinctual wise and then athleticism, he he has a lot of traits that during the game you can see him pop out. Is that linebacking core down there the the strength of that defense? Yeah, I would say it's a it's a combination between that and the D line. And the D line is young. Like the D line that 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 Jacksonville got now is like a young D line that we had in Philly. I could see one. Wow. 
you got a guy on his fifth, sixth year like BG was when we brought in some new dudes or with Trent Cole and BG with Josh Allen and, and Trayvon Walker. And then the defensive interior line has really yeah. been playing that, you know, playing that behind off. It's it's not too many Fletchers and Anthony Davis is, you know, in the league right now. <laughs> I could definitely see, you know, with Jacksonville, they they are I mean, you can see them, man. They got eight, nine hurries a game. The, the Eagles, they convert them into sacks and forced fumbles, but Jacksonville, they they're progressing that way. So Hey, speaking of hurries, is this dude Josh Allen the truth? Man, that dude is the truth, man. When I my, his rookie year, we called him the LeBron uh, football, man, because the line <laughs> wise, he he he's lean, he's built, man. He's like you know six six, a true I would say maybe six five six six, but he he so he looks so athletic. Look like he can play linebacker, and if he loses a little bit of weight, like he can play safety. And the transition that he made from being a Pro Bowl rookie to coming back and uh, standing up and playing outside linebacker, I, I would say he's one of those you know one percent athletes that can do it all. Mm. Najee, how good's their offensive line? I mean, we, we only two sacks allowed. Is that a tribute to them, or is that Trevor Lawrence gets the ball out quickly? You know, what's going on with the, the other teams not able to get home there? Yeah, the, the the Jaguars offensive line actually has always been the strength, I think. Um, and with James Robinson, they they get vertical. Like you, you know, Jacksonville's offense, you'll see in scouted, it's not a it's not a sideways offense. You know, it's 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 mobile with Trevor. They they allow Trevor to get out and make some throws, and that's a testament to Doug again. But they get after it, man. That you know, they had that long run on that counter, you know, mm-hmm. for a touchdown last week. But you know, against teams that you would, you know think that they might try to scheme up, they run it right at them. And uh, mm. Doug is gonna try you, <laughs> no matter. What. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell, tell me a little bit about you know James Robinson. You know, I I, I I remember I did a game with Travis Atn. You know, when he was with Cleveland, and we, he's every bit of a four 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 three guy, speed. But uh, Robinson's taking over, man. He's the starter now. You know what made that transition happen? Man, I think, yeah, uh, that dude is just straight up. If you want to look at a word underrated, like that's mm-hmm. what, what you know, other teams missed. He's underrated, but the balance that you just mentioned with Travis Etienne, they have a true, like, you know, a smash and slash back uh, tandem backfield. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about James is that James was in the offense with Urban Meyer where he had to become that that catching receiver. So he actually progressed his game a lot his rookie year that allowed him to be a running back this year but still a lot of offense to give mismatches with Travis Etienne on the side or, you know, lining them up out of backfield running routes. So they got, they got a couple of personalities. That's why I said, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a good game against some good, good contenders. But if the Eagles D line is playing the way they play, it's going to be hard for anybody. Ooh, I, I was going to ask you about their core, about the secondary, not you, the Eagles. And, it, and it's not, there are not too many teams that you can single up a Justin Jefferson or, you know, I mean, I mean, take your pick on what's been going on the last few weeks with them. Wow, what a great advantage that is where you don't have to give extra help there, right? Man, I'm telling you, like, I, yeah, that boy Slay, I seen his interviews, it's Slay. Like, I, like, <laughs> yeah, not, not Darius, it's just Slay, yes. Yeah, it's Slay. Like, I, 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 uh, I played for uh, Gannon when we had Matt Eberflus as our coach in Indy, as a defensive oh, coordinator. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, seeing the defenses that the Eagles run, and when, when we had, you know, the DBs that we had there, I can kind of see what he's mm-hmm. doing, and – to be able to have a talent like that, playing in Jacksonville with Jalen Ramsey, it was the craziest coverage I've seen because our defensive line used to um, used to actually – I mean, our defensive coordinator used to actually come over and say, like, look, let's leave Jalen on the island. Like, they can do those things with the Eagles' defense. That allows you to do so many more creative things. And um, I think, you know, Slay proved that. He proved that you can do that to him. You can leave him out there. And uh, with the defensive line, yeah, you, you only got to cover for – Three seconds, three and a half seconds. So. Right. It's funny you said that because I had seen I hadn't seen that until they played against Jefferson and mm-hmm. they manned up Jefferson at times. And I hadn't seen that 
not an Eagles defense in years and years and years, you know. So having that, you know, compliment of guy, and then you have trust in Bradbury and and Maddox, it really oh, yeah. opens it up, man. Yeah, yeah. And they from what we had the Super Bowl year, we had we had a big defense, man. Malcolm playing linebacker, playing yep. safety. Yep. You know, we had we had cats that like Chris Long, you know, all of the multiple, you know, guys that we had, the size of the defense that we had, you know. It was just a lot bigger now. You see that the Eagles have got Kaiser White play safety, play linebacker. You know, Hassan is doing a, b- a bunch of everything. So, like, you can really see where they have the talent at and the, and the and speed and agility. They're they're capitalizing on that. And Gannon, I mean, he don't blitz that much. I don't think he blitzes really too much at all. No, not at all, yeah. Because he, he trusts the guys up front. Exactly. So, you, you got those guys. I mean, you, you give time to cover and roll some of those coverages up over receivers like that. Hey, take take me back for a moment to that 17 season. Um, when you look at the moves Howie made to make that team a stronger team, um, bringing in some of the people he brought in, LeGarrette Blunt and, and, and Alshon and guys like this, you guys knew you were going to be a good team. But then you go through the, the journey and you're losing not just players, but future Hall of Famers, future pro bowlers. Um, when you set back in 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 in, in just soaked in that moment at the conclusion were a lot of you guys surprised that you were able to do what you did consider what you had to go through to get there I mean yeah it was that that season it was a will and an energy around the town man like thankful to the alumni to the fans that was something different but even being there like just being in Minnesota watching the lights change colors it was I'm not gonna lie it was a bit of a shock I would say the Super Bowl is the best game ever put on in sports by the NFL they can definitely take that one (laughs) (laughs) because it was a stage man as cold as it was in Minnesota when we got into that stage man it was a unbelievable man it was unbelievable and to relive the moment that we went through through the past and like playing the Patriots you know going back watching the highlights from 0304 Mm-hmm. and all of that man and just kind of like you know walking through that time that time lapse it was i would say yeah it's hard to believe man you got a great reminder and the hardware that we got but um i i what i will say that to the future is i can see it happening again very soon yeah. Yeah. wow okay <laughs> well let me because I, I ask the players this all the time i know how people felt that the day of the super bowl in philadelphia there was a weird sense of belief like we're usually waiting for the worst thing to happen in philadelphia we, we we've been trained that way right um was there was there like an overriding confidence, a sense that you know we got this today, even though it was the evil empire you guys were going against? Yeah, I mean, we we lost a lot of big time players that year. A lot yeah. of people don't really know because of what Foles did, man. I mean, like you know, Sproles went out with injury, Jordan Hicks went out with injury, yeah. JP got hurt. I mean, yeah. like we lost a lot of things in that on that team during the season, but kept winning the way we did and. When guys like Mac Holland stepped up and, you know, we had all of the, you know, LeGarrette ran how he ran the entire season and Alshon had the year he had. I mean, it was it was so much good that just overpowered. I think, you know, when fans got to the game, they were like, look, you know, the Eagles fans going to be the, the way the Eagles fans mm-hmm. are regardless. <laughs> so it was just like now since we've won through all of this turmoil, I think I remember when we played Denver, we we, we like you know, killed them. Yeah, we killed them. And. And it was like one of those games where we were kind of going through all of those injuries of transitions and everything that was happening. And to see how much energy that was, one o'clock game, nobody even thought anything of it. We came back, watched the film, came back, and Jalen Mills had like a pick six against the 49ers. And like, it was just so many things that was happening outside that the will to win in the town, 
you know, cats being around, you know, Bear was there, B Dog yep. was all there. You know, it, it, it was like, nah, y'all. It was almost like to for, for us, for them, it was like, y'all can't lose. Like, y'all can't lose. We, exactly. And we were like, hey, 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 wait, you got to yeah. make this happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, most of you guys had no history of the Philadelphia frustration, you know, coming from different parts of the country. Um, you knew you had a rabbit fan base, you knew you had a loyal fan base. But once you won it, did you guys fully, a lot of you guys fully understand what this meant to this city? Now, I'm not even from here. I'm from the Midwest, but I've been here a long time. Could you fully grasp what this meant to this fan base and to a lot of people's families who members were no longer here and what it meant to, the, to just the legacy of the fan base in this city? Yeah, man, I like I just from what I went through there, I definitely did. But to see the younger guys get the glimpse of it really eye opening. It was like we was winning through the season, and then yeah. we ended up winning the Super Bowl. And when we came back, I remember I seen um, um, Pumphrey and then um, Jordan Hicks and like some of the you know some of the other guys that I just got there not too long ago. Yeah, the float was a whole experience. We had fans throwing it. Kelsey was standing there acting a the fool. That was insane. And then when we came back. I think it was about probably like 20 or 30 fans that just started giving gifts to players to let them know that, like, you know, throughout the history of their lifetime, what's happened, you know, with the Eagles. And cats can't believe it. Like, they still can't believe it to this day. And, like, you know, I see my, I saw my dad come back and everything else like that. And, like, they – I think that what happened is, man, it was definitely a different energy that uplifted the city after all of that yeah, happened, yeah. no doubt. Definitely and, changed, yep. Oh, man, it definitely changed. And it's like – um the guys that were there before that happened, they they knew. Like, I, I'll never forget, man, when Nick Foles used to live next to the facility back in 2013, and I saw a fan showing up at his house the year he threw like 30 touchdowns and two picks, and I'm like, bro, this is why you got to move. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, crazy. Like, I was treating me. <laughs> 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 my house. Guys, <laughs> can you walk me through something real quick? Because we talked about this earlier, Kelsey you know, goes crazy with the speech, but he's got the mummer's costume, the whole thing. When you guys are getting ready to load onto the, 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 you know, the, the whatever the floats um, and you're seeing, I don't know if you saw this, are you watching him put this thing on? Like, what is this guy going to do today? Like, Man, how, it was, yeah, that entire year, Kelsey was coming up with clown costumes. Looking like <laughs> McDonald's. When he did that, just to know that he was going to do that. It was kind of like that, you know, let it all go moment. It was just like <laughs> you can forget about it. I, I, we we didn't know what he was doing, to be honest. I mean, we thought it was something from like down here in Tampa, Gasparilla, and all of that. But he, <laughs> he came with that energy, and we knew something was gonna happen. And then next thing you know, you saw Doug catch the first Bud Light, and then that's when it was just like care clogger. <laughs> you say <laughs> Doug caught the first Bud Light? Yeah, yeah Doug, Doug can throw down. Yeah, Doug can throw down. Hey, do yeah. you do you miss being that gladiator? Or are you are you basically content with what you're doing now and who you are in life now? Man, I'm 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 in love with what I do right now. Okay. In terms of being connected and helping to elevate the players, man. I, I ain't gonna lie, the energy in Philly, the town, everything that it was. Like even the following year, I went to Indy and we went back to the second round of the playoffs. It was great, but the feeling that we had, man, and just you know being connected to that city is, it's nothing like it. It's, well, it's, tell me, yeah. Mm. Tell me a little bit about you know what you have going on, v, you know, VP. It's it's that's that's unbelievable, especially with what's going on in college football and 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 you know the naming rights and all that stuff, you know, kind of explain to us what you got going on, man. I really want you to let people know. Yeah. So um, I have a technology company that I started with my buddies, man. And um, we came in and met up with the Eagles actually while I was there and found it useful and, and what it does. And essentially all our technology does is uh, make mobile apps and content and mobile apps interactive. So when you're watching a highlight, you're watching a film, you're watching, you know, 
any type of video, you can actually click and buy exactly what you you know looking at, or if you're looking mm -hmm. at photos. And um, right now we're going through an upgrade with the league. And what it allowed us to do is actually monetize players' name, image, and likeness. And for the players, we got this slogan. It's called "Own Your Own." You know, um, they get a, they get a copy of what their data actually does and and how that actually affects their public image, the increase in traffic and business that they do. And we were able to educate players on that in college. So when you see your name or your picture going out in the public, you have to actually cut the proper deal, educate the players on you know how they're making money and what they should do. What you know in terms of putting themselves out there. And, um, you know, help, hopefully what we plan to do and what our everlasting goal is to actually, you know, monetize the futures of every athlete so that they can continue to capitalize on their name. What and do you think about what are you thinking about college athletes now being able to monetize themselves now? Man, I think it's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, it is a it is a you know, it's a slippery slope of it has a lot of avenues. It's mm -hmm. definitely a beautiful thing that it needs it needed to happen. But what it also has to do, and we told this to West Virginia when they named us the uh, NIO overseers, is that, you know, for the student athletes, man, they got to grow up faster. I feel bad for them in a way where they actually, you know, when I was in college, I'm telling you right now, there's just some things that we don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, please do talk about that. <laughs> I was saying, we was uh, West Virginia, we, we wanted the number one party school for no reason. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the um, – the, the aspect of what the students have to, you know, present themselves, they might have something that even if they do something that's positive, you know, yeah. when they're 18, 19 years old, when they turn 30, 30, 31 years old, they got to understand that that guy that's been there for nine years while they was playing in the NFL or doing something else has been doing the exact same thing that you've been doing so that, mm -hmm. you know, they are going to be an expert or, or they're going to be experienced in what they're doing. So when you put that photo or that image or that picture out there, you got to make sure that it's presented in the best light that in the future that you can either a continue to build on it or b just be like I didn't know what I was doing I want to redo it. And the mm -hmm. problem I would say if you recall anything a problem with social media is that it just doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So cats make mistakes they do things we tell them that. I mean it's the fact that it just doesn't go away you know that 10 year time lapse period of like you know we'll come up in an interview what were you doing or what were you thinking and how can I trust you to move forward? You know, if you got a new job interview, but what it also does on the flip side is that when you do that post and you actually make that content to boost that brand, why aren't you able as an athlete to come back to that brand and say, look, I need a job because I actually helped your brand, you know, grow positively and affect as many lives and make this much money. So there's a, there's a great way to build an athlete to where they have sustainable, you know, monetization of their name, image and likeness in the right way that, you know, it's not really, you know, for every company, it's not really what the true goal is of NIL. Sometimes it's, you know, other things. But just from being a player and being around a game and seeing that it works at a professional level, like pros get paid all the money, teams make big bucks. Um, the conversations that they're not having around college sports right now, they're probably pretty soon have is what, what it looks like for the TV deals because you just saw a new deal being negotiated yep. with the team. You just – it's going to happen with other conferences and – players should be compensated for that just point blank period how that looks in what form and fashion that's going to be an even much larger conversation but um mm. that's that's what you know our technology does in in a, in a nutshell of how to basically organize that for the player so that they can actually have a fight and an understanding chance of what they're doing well Najee on that note and you you played it you know a big time college football program but ha what happens to like the sort of mid-range the the lower d1s like how how do they get just kind of swallowed up by this? In, in, in terms yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. I mean, that, um, I've seen that's been not only eye opening, but um, what, you know, 
it's not talked about because you everybody knows you know the the CJ Shrouds and they know all of the big tank big yeah. players that don't get paid. I mean, that's the deals that you expect to see the wow factor of it. But the levels that aren't talked about, the guys that make up the team, you know, the 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 zero to you know ninety nine, not the you know not mm-hmm. the the hundred player that you know is going to get everything. So, you know the. Um, we, we've had some creative conversations around that players getting the base salary and being able to play, but those players need to be compensated as well because everybody has a fan in their hometown that no matter what, even that my father, you know, he played, he got fans in his hometown, you know, he, that know who he is. And in the case now of digital media, there's more opportunities for, you know, college athletes to capitalize on that. They got TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, all of that, you know, some stuff that even is priced out for my age and I'm just as young as a lot of these cats. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's opportunities everywhere. And um, mm-hmm. what we think is that a viable solution, like you don't want the problem of your quarterback at a, at Michigan or Texas to be making all this money and his offensive line ain't making anything. And they start getting right. maybe angry. Or- yeah. 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 Like, it's a crazy thing that can happen. Wow. And what I think NIL actually does, if done the right way, is it'll force kids to stay in school to get the right education experience along with the financial you know, advantages that they'll be able to recoup. And they should be able to, you know, make the university stronger, make themselves stronger. So when they go on to the professional level, you might see more cats negotiating their own contracts because they're doing it in NIL. You mm-hmm. might see, like, you know, the game evolving in a financial way that is more beneficial to everybody if it is done the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's awesome, man. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, yeah. you know, topping on with us, man. You yeah, man. Good to see you. Guys, think about this, man. You think about being on air, man. <laughs> think about it, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I am. Just trying to help whoever, man. And um, hey, bro, we would love to work with you, Barry, when we come up there, man. You know, the alumni cast, the Philly Definitely. fans and the Philly, the, the Philly alumni, they still talk the most mess. So I, I got <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Hey, Najee, who wins on Sunday, man? Jags uh, or Burt? Man, you put me in that position. I'm going to put you in a tough spot. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I told you I wasn't going to do it, man. Let me see how political you can be, Najee. Yeah. yeah, right, right. I think both teams will play a tough game. No, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely think both teams will play a good game. But yeah. from what the Eagles are doing, I'm going to just flat out say it, man. You know, they 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 hit they fire right now on all cylinders. And not to say that the Jaguars aren't. They're just a younger team. So, if it, anything, I will say this. You can expect some up Doug's hand and pocket. And it'll be something spectacular. But the Eagles, with the D-line that they got, man, and the way Jalen is playing, I mean, I'm telling you, right, that's why I play with on Madden, so I got I to gotta pick gotcha. him. Gotcha. You, re- you, re- you realize that answer going to get you barred from Doug's practice facility, bro. <laughs> I know. This is just between us. This is just between us. Real quick, yeah, just give a shout-out to your company uh, out the door so people know uh, what it is. Oh, yeah, man. It's uh, VPO. Uh, VPO technology. We um, make things interactive. Look out for us. we got some pretty big announcements coming up, working with the NFL and working more with college athletes. So um, Awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, continued success. We appreciate yeah, it, Najee. Thank Thanks, you, bro. Great job, man. All right. Take care. That's Najee. Good. Yeah, he was he was fascinating. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Really interesting guy to talk to, man. Yeah, I told Good you guys, he, he had, he, he's the type that, you know, he has a lot to say, and people don't know that he has a lot to say until you sit down and have a conversation with him. Yep. You'll see how bright that kid is, man. Yeah. He, he, yes. you know, no, not necessarily a kid, you know. That, no, that he's a smart is, guy, man. Smart guy. Definitely a yep. smart guy, bro. No question. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll pick up some more of the football. We'll hit some open talk stuff and uh, some birthdays and some movies and all that good stuff as we close things out. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust, the Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. content by the way as well jacobsports.com gunner boy i i love when we come back from a break and you were either you got one of those kind of looks on your face right now what's happening man bottom of the first cubs already have men at the corners no outs it just started the game <laughs> yeah. just they already yep. have two hits no outs yep. and men at the corners don't have a good feeling uh don't have a good feeling i wish i did uh, I am not lying. Shaky tunes, very shaky tunes. I would agree with that. Shaky is a good way to put it, man. That's for sure. Uh, welcome back in, everybody. So a couple couple things to hit here. I want to start with this one. Um, Steve Nash, the Nets coach, says he doesn't care if Ben Simmons ever takes a jump shot uh, and may utilize him at center as well. I, now, I remember hearing these same things from Brett Brown and from Doc Rivers. This is right out of the script. Of oh, every coach. oh yeah, that's, that's not Doc. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you, oh, oh, no. Doc wanted him to shoot. No, but he did. He publicly he would give you. I don't. Hey, he does so many yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you it's like, it's it's same so, old, same old. Yeah, they all feel the need to just kind of go down this road. It's weird, man. It's first and foremost. Where do you want him back on the court? Right. Yep. Okay. So now, not only did Steve Nash say that, and then all of a sudden. He comes out and says, it feels good to be back out here and I'll do whatever it takes. If, you know, if they want me to play center, uh, it feels good. I think they basically have given him an insulated bubble. They're going right. to pamper this dude to get him out there. And if things start going bad, then we'll see what the real Ben Simmons, the few, the new improved Ben Simmons is all about if things start going bad. For right now, first and foremost, you got to make him feel like he's welcome here. You got to get him out here. Uh, on the court um so they've accomplished phase one now is to get him to be integrated with the with the stars on that team Irving and Durant 
dude, it's a mind game. It's like I tell you, man, he's it's like football, man. That's why so many ex athletes say, man, I'm not coaching these guys today. I can't coach, <laughs> I can't coach these people today, man. You need you need individual psychologists. You can't just have one coach. You got to have an individual individual psychologist for a lot of these athletes today, man. I, I just it didn't work. Like with all when all those guys did this before, it didn't work. So why nope. are you going to take the same approach? I just I don't understand it. I uh, I, I, I don't. Well, I, I do get a kick at one point. He says I can play anywhere one through five. Now you may be big enough to play anywhere right. one through five, but you can't play the two guard and you can't play the three guard because you can't won't shoot. So you can't play two and three. You yeah, can't you just can't play. play yeah, exactly. Well, he exactly. he can defend all five, but offensively defend, he can outplay he can. all five. Correct. No. Yeah, yeah, defend he can. Defend yeah, is different absolutely. from being a one, two, or a three. It's, exactly. it's different. You know, exactly. that's yeah. way different. Yeah. Uh, when you right. say one, two, and three, is more so defined by your shooting prowess than in size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or unwillingness. Yeah. Exactly right. All right, so uh, I saw this. Uh, this the, the live versus PGA thing never stops. Like, this is just – it's like a bloodbath now at this point. So uh, they're back at – they're always at each other's throats. And I saw that Patrick Reed is suing the Golf Channel for – get this – Seven hundred and fifty million dollars for like defamation of character, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They went off on him basically because he he jumped to live and hey, you're taking blood money and all this. <laughs> so he's suing them for seven hundred and fifty million dollars. He might get a hundred. He might. He might. He might and what he might do too, if he gets anywhere near that, is end the golf channel. Uh, oh, no point. question. You're right. Oh, good point about that. Right. That's what he's. I think that's ultimately what he's trying to do. Even if he doesn't get seven fifty, give me enough where I can just damage them enough to, to end them. Right. Well, that, that'll... Who, who's the big Who's the big backer of the Golf Channel? The NBC. PGA Tour. NBC, well, yeah. the NBC and the PGA Tour. Yeah. You know when you have been when you have been the godfather of a sport for decades, you know anytime a new upstart comes along, you're going to try to squash him any way shape you can. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the PGA never prepared for something like this a long time ago or got a wind of something like this could possibly happen. I don't, I, I thought, I think they walked around with blinders on thinking, why would you leave the most pre- prestigious uh, level of golf in the world? Yeah. You know, why, why would you even consider that? Well, the yeah. bottom line is all about the Benjamins. Somebody come walking up to you and saying, you can make a guaranteed hundred million dollars just for joining our league, not winning just for joining our league now. And whereas on the PGA Tour, you got to win to make that money, and you played less events to get that money. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, it's, it's kind of like what uh, the NCAA saw coming, and that's why they're scrambling right now and trying to do the best they can to to, to help these uh help these athletes in their transition into becoming you know professionals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, getting this money, you know, from likeness and all that stuff. You know, you 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 gotta adjust with the times and that old school um. Green jacket, man, just ain't just ain't with no. the times anymore. They yeah. don't care anything about that. They want no. money. No. Yeah. So. This is a new wave mentality, man. Well, it uh, used to be a, a one horse race. Now, yeah. now there's options. Yes. Right. Right. You know? Yes. You know, look, what say what 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 uh what Ice Cube say? Saying Ides is paying ends. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I hate to keep uh talking about this story because it just never ends but there, there's there the latest brett Favre thing where oh, his charity you know is donating 130 grand to the southern miss volleyball team when they're giving like far less to actual real charities it ain't pretty man it, it is just not pretty I, I gotta tell you it gets worse and worse for Favre. and i'm at some point he's there, there may be 
charges coming. I, and I'm surprised he's ducked it this this far. You think, Brad, you think Brad Favre would do any jail time behind this? I can't say I can't say for sure. I don't know, but I'm surprised mm. it, it's getting so hot. At some point, charges may be coming down. Well, I mean, the, at least the people in government that were making these transactions available to him. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean to 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 take away money from from people that really need. You're talking about one of the poorest states, if not the poorest state. Yeah, you know, oh, in yeah. the United States, and to take away from from their you know welfare funds. So you know, this people trying to eat, trying to live. Uh-huh. And to take away from it to build a daggone um arena. Come on, man. Yeah. You're not just not cool, man. No, wait, wait, wait till this story truly unfolds and we find out how many different components, high profile components are a part of this. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if the feds come down on them, let's see how many people make deals and start diamond out other people that aren't even mentioned yet. Well, the Ninos will come. Oh, yeah. You know it's coming. You the know Nino it's Browns, coming. huh? Yeah, man. If I'm going down, I'm taking everybody with me. That's the way I feel about this show. If I'm going down, I'm taking everybody. Xander, Xander too. I'm taking everybody, everybody with yeah, me. Yeah, you're cleaning house, man. We're all done, if that's the case. Uh, I started watching last night before the Phillies. I watched this uh, this uh, miniseries on Hulu uh, with Steve Carell called The Patient. Have you guys seen this? No. no. So the premise is he's a psychiatrist, Okay. And he's seeing this guy. I'm not going to give too much of it away, but he's seeing this guy who eventually kidnaps him and, and holds him hostage in his house. Now, the premise is the guy is trying. He, he, he realizes it's wrong that he's a serial killer and he wants to stop. And he's going to force Steve Carell into therapy with him to help him to stop killing. What? It, it's I know, right? It's. It's a weird premise, but it's pretty good, man. What's I've it called watched, again? Wow. It's called the patient. The, the patient. patient. Okay. They, the uh, the episodes are really bite sized. They're like twenty minutes long, so I ripped through like three or four last night. Um, that's something my wife would watch, man. I, I, I ain't. That's pretty like, good, man. It's pretty good. I would say just check it out. You guys would. I think you guys she, would she, like it. She's okay. watching this Dahmer stuff now, man. It's I know Dahmer, so many man. people watching oh, that. Oh right my goodness! Right. I, I don't yeah. have the stomach for it, man. Bro, no. it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. You it, know it got I, everything from eating people to yeah, Jesse man. Jackson, bro. Yeah, I'm, you, I can't do it, dude. You know when they found it? When they finally caught that dude, they found like body parts frozen in freezer in his house as a refrigerator. Yeah, man. stuff like that. I'm like, how sick can you be, man? And the yeah. neighbor said the neighbor had told on him like a thousand times, called the police and everything, and and they just wouldn't do anything. In fact, isn't that said, always the way it is? Yeah, like you know, somebody jaywalks <laughs> and they get locked up, but then you know you have guys like taking heads off of uh, bodies and they never yeah, man. Bro, just just one little segment in it, bro. This dude actually gets away, and it's a kid. He's 14 years old. And the lady's trying to save him. And she's like, hey, 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 get this kid. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, as a black lady, get this kid. Get this kid. You know, he's, he's been abducted. Yeah. And he, Dahmer comes out and tells the police, oh, no, this is my 19-year-old lover. Ooh. And the police give him, give the 14-year-old back to the um, to Dahmer. Oh. Take him back in the house. Yes. And he ends up eating him, too. Yeah, oh. bro. And the lady lives in, right next door to him. And they figure out that 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 happened, and you know the police are like scrambling, like what's going on? Like, oh my god, come on, man, fourteen year old, and the police give him back to Dahmer. Oh. He's he can tell he's drugged up. 
you know what I'm saying? Drunk, out of his mind, drugged up and everything, and they right. just give them back to him. Good God, man. All right. Well, no, I knew John Dickerson. Somebody was going to bring it up. No, I was not there. Uh, John Dickerson, were you in Milwaukee when Dahmer lived there? No, I knew. No, no, but that's true. Dahmer was from Milwaukee. Yeah, yes. he worked yeah. in like a. Uh, yeah, I was on the West Coast. Did, yeah, he, did he work yeah. in like a factory at night yeah. or something? Yeah, one of the few, one of the few dark, dark eyes in the city of Milwaukee. There yes. you go. There you what do you mean, one of few? One of the few. This ain't St. Louis we talking about. We good. Wow, what, we just, you know, what, what stuff is happening in St. Louis? St. Louis is a war zone, man. Come oh, on. Jeez. All right. You uh, am I telling the truth? Am I telling the truth? Hey, um, Rob, what? you're supposed to you're supposed to stop this, Rob. You're supposed to go <laughs> Birthdays. See? Birthdays. See? See what I'm saying? There we go. See? All right. I'll give you I'll give you a, an on this date. It's not great, but it's all right. 1985. The show MacGyver debuted. Yeah. Now, MacGyver, MacGyver's become like a what an adjective or an adverb or whatever. You're going to MacGyver that thing? Yeah. At least they, they've made yep. their little little mark in pop, pop culture. There, I love MacGyver, man. I did yeah. too. MacGyver yeah. was good. Yeah. That dude would take that dude would take foil from uh, from bubble gum from from uh, chewing gum, <laughs> Wrigley spearmint gum, you know, and make make a doggone light bulb or something. <laughs> or a bomb. He'll yeah. make he'll, he'll make a bonsai bush into a yeah, missile yeah. or something. My, my man was handy. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, what? Yes. Uh, so MacGyver, 85, debuted. Let's do some birthdays wow. here. Jerry Lee Lewis. Birthdays. Yeah, there are some good ones. Jerry Lee Lewis, the singer, is 80. I think he's still alive. I don't know how. Yeah, 87. 87 years old, man. It's unbelievable. Great he's balls of fire. Yeah. Um, he was wild. Uh, Ian McShane, the yeah. actor. Oh, yeah. Done a lot of stuff. Is 80. He looks good for his age. He's 80 years old. Dude, did you know that series he was in, Deadwood, was based on, on facts? The producers of that of that show, and it yeah. lasted three seasons. They went and got all of these diaries from people who lived during in that town, Deadwood, South Dakota, during that time, and that's how they compiled the series. There was a lot of fiction involved to enhance it, uh, its marketability. Right. But a lot of that stuff was based on actual characters that lived in Deadwood, South Dakota. Then I, I did not know that. Yeah, that's, we're that's great. Did you watch the series? I thought that no, but I thought it was on for way longer than just three years. It was on from 04 to 06. Yeah, no, you're right. I it yeah. felt like it was on for like seven or eight. Okay. I love that. I love that show. Yeah, I, I, that was yeah. big. That was very popular. And uh, you know why I watched it most? Because of Ian McShane. Dude, you talk about a treacherous, low-down, dirty, yeah. backstabbing individual. And he had that gra gravelly voice, the gravelly voice. Yep. Dude, he was the perfect character for that show. Yeah, and those guys were cold-blooded. They didn't care. Oh, man. no, they didn't no. care. No. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay is 65 years old. I can't believe he's 65. But wow. Yeah, that, yeah. The he Dice man. Life, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of cigarettes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for the Dice hey. man. Yeah. You, hey. Oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, Halsey, the singer Halsey's 28 yeah. years old. yeah. Who was uh, who was just blown up the last couple of years, man? It's amazing how her, her career is. You, you talk, you talk about someone who could have gone down a dark alley and never returned. Um, you know, she, when she was seventeen, she started writing songs. Um, then she dropped out of high school. She went back. Uh, then, when she graduated from high school, her parents didn't agree with her lifestyle. They kicked her out. She started living with some guy, twenty-four years old. She was living with, and she, he lived in this place where there were drug addicts and stuff. A lot of times she would take certain things to stay up all night because she was worried about getting jumped by guys and stuff Jeez. like that. Um, and then all of a sudden she started posting songs on social media and like soundboard stuff like that. One of her songs caught on and the rest is history. But you, you talk about walking a fine line between living a good life and, and a life, a, a point of no return. 
Man, she lived it. If she ever wrote a book, I'd read the book because her story is very interesting. I, I didn't know that background. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. She was woo. Okay. Yeah. I, I know. And she she like really made her fame like YouTube, like social media blew her up and yes. then she got record yeah. deals out of it, yep. right? That's how yeah, she yeah. did. Yep. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, you may not be familiar with the name, Mike Post. Mike, Mike Post, Post yeah. is one of the great TV composers that have ever lived. Any wow. I'm telling you, any like big TV show from you know like 70s, 80s, like that time period into the 90s, right. he did he did the soundtrack for it basically. Like mm. he's the Law and Order guy. No kid. Okay. He's oh, the Law out. and Order. Yeah, uh, A Team, NYPD Blue, Rockford Files, L.A. Law, wow. Magnum P.I., Hill Street Blues. No kid. This guy did every one of those songs. I still watch Law and Order uh, episodes. Yeah, I and love like, show. a lot of those songs back then you would cross over into like the music charts, went to number one. Yep, yep. So that guy, wow. he's a yeah, he he did um like off like Doogie Howser and uh, Greatest American Hero and you know like shows Believe you believe it or not, it's just you. Yes, <laughs> the White Shadow, like all he did all of those things, man. So yeah. That was uh, Mike Post. Bryant Gumble is 74 years old. Can't Bryant. believe 70. He doesn't look it. No. Still doing his thing, man. No. Still doing it. Uh, real sports. He's still doing it. He was he was anchoring LA News when he was like 23 yeah, or 24. That's right. Yep. Like, you know, that was unheard of for anybody, let alone an African-American back in yep. those days. Absolutely. So, uh, crazy. Uh, Kevin Durant. KD, 34 years old. KD, 34. Mm. He's getting old, man. I know. I know, man. Uh, Megatron, 37. Calvin. Calvin Johnson, 37 years old. That man walked away from the game in his prime. He said, I got tired of losing. Yep. Yep. Got tired of losing. Got tired of getting beat up. I don't blame him. Can't fault him. Um, Comedian Russell Peters is 52 years old. Larry Linville, who played Frank Burns from the Mass Show, was born in 1939. Mm. Uh, That's all I got birthdays. What do you got, Gunnar? You got Uh, anything else? Bum Phillips. Oh, Bum Phillips, one of Bum my favorite Phillips. coaches of all time. Yeah. Love Bum, Bum Phillips. Phillips. Uh, Devontae Swing from Jodeci. Oh, Jodeci. Uh, yes. What about Madeline, Madeline Kahn? Madeline Remember Kahn? Madeline Kahn? Yeah, from Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was in that was one classes, of the funniest man. movies ever, man. Bride of um, or what's Young Frankenstein? I think she was in that too. Yep. Jojo um, Simpson, um, uh, Russell Simpson's son, Simmons' Jojo son, Jojo Simmons. Simmons. Okay. Jojo Simmons. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, also Michael Epps, uh, oh, Michael Epps, yeah. Michael Epps from the shy, the young guy, not Mike Epps, no, not Mike Epps, okay, but Michael Epps, the young guy from the shy, okay, With the braids, his, his older brother's taking care of him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Uh, we have uh, Cindy Morgan from uh, Caddyshack, remember yes. her? That's yeah. right, that's right, uh, Cardell Jones, Lacey Underall. Yes. Yeah, former former Ohio State quarterback. Uh, he's only thirty years old and he's out of work already. Cardell Who? Jones, yeah, Cardell oh, Jones. yeah, yeah, he's out of work. He probably ate himself out of the league, bro. Now here's the name to see if you remember this one. You remember now? Rob might remember this one. Erica Elaniac. She was a Playboy model and she was in a Steven Seagal movie called Siege. Oh, she was in Baywatch. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in Baywatch. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then you remember the scene when she pops out of the birthday cake on the submarine? Scene. Yeah, yeah, look at Rob. <laughs> no, I yeah. get him. I knew I would get him. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember Ray uh, Buchanan? Yeah, yeah. Defensive back. Yeah, oh, yeah. defensive back. His his birthday, and also uh, Ken Norton Jr. 
Ken Norton Jr. Ken Norton Jr. Yeah, wow. That. Is he still uh is he still in the game coaching? Defensive coordinator somewhere. I think he he was, he was in San Fran. Yeah, he was in I mean Seattle. He was in Seattle for a long he was time. Maybe in Seattle. Yeah, he, he I don't Dallas think he's there for? anymore. Oh, wow. Let me see. So you can find it real quick. He was with Pete Carroll for a long time as his uh, D coordinator, but I think he's gone from there now. He's how can you guys from uh, not remember um, Hershey Hawkins? Oh, Hershey God. Hawkins. Oh, yeah. me. And then uh, John Paxson. Oh, geez, with John the Bulls. Paxson. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ken Norton's back at UCLA. That's where he went is to college. He? Oh, is he? He, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Chip's yeah. linebacker coach. Oh, no kidding. Yes. I don't know if I want to work for Chip, man. I'm telling you right now. I couldn't now. work for Chip, man. I, I don't need know about Chip, man. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Chip's little you know minded ass. You always talk about whipping somebody. You know what? You need counseling. I'm here to counsel you. You always okay. want to whip somebody. Bear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. After the show is over, you and I will have an hour phone session. <laughs> have a Zoom. Have a, have a stream yard. You know, to get find your way to find your way to D Gun's happy place. That's uh, right. That's I've been right. trying, man. It's just hard. Very, very hard. Bro. It is not easy. Very hard. All right. Let me give you uh, two movies of note uh, on this day. First one being A Bronx Tale. Oh, love that movie. Wow. Three, one of the oh, greats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. That was uh, De Niro directed it. And Chaz Palminteri wrote it. It was it was based off of a one man play that, that Palminteri oh, was did. It? Yeah, wow. Palminteri was doing it, and the studios took notice. They wanted him to write the script, but they weren't going to let him be in the movie because he was an unknown at the time. Mm. It's kind of like Stallone, if you remember, with Rocky with the Rocky script. And Palminteri basically he was he wasn't making a lot of money, but he's like, no, I'm not turning this over unless I can be in it. That's the only way I'm going to do this. And it kept it went on for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Chaz, you might just, dude, take the money, man. Like, just give in." And finally, De Niro went to see the play. De Niro surprised him backstage and said, "I'll make this happen. I'll take it to the to the studios, and we'll get this thing done." And that's how they got it done. De Niro mm. backed it. Yeah, it wasn't going to mm. happen. Changed uh, Palmetto's life for sure. Um, so I got uh, gotten conflicting dates on this one. Because I know we talked about this, I think last week, but remember the Titans actually was today. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was 1999. But it was this day on uh, on in uh 2000. 2000. Yeah, yeah. One of the best sports movies of all time. Even though yeah. it was embellished, it was a great movie. It great, was. great lines from that movie. Yeah. Oh God, so so memorable. I mean, oh my the, the performances as well. All right, they so let's look midfield. At- I'm pulling y'all out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was great. Oh, God, Denzel was so good in that, man. Um, so tonight's game, Tua's playing. What are you guys thinking here? Do, do the Dolphins finally go down? Will there be just one undefeated team standing after this game tonight? I don't know, man. I mean, Cincinnati, bro. I, I just don't know what wow. they got going on, man. I mean, they're still so porous. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still from an so offensive poor. line standpoint. You're yeah, man, yeah. it's so they're so poor as an offensive line, wow. and, and I just don't, I just don't see, I don't see, I don't see that offensive line being able to protect them. So how they, how are they going to run that offense? I mean, that yes. is a bad defense, though. Yeah. It is a bad defense, but you know, same thing make you laugh, make you cry with that young quarterback and his able, you know, to hose the way he does. I think he relies on, and, and he's one of those guys who relies on him being able to take a, and maximize as much time as he can back there. And that's what gets you killed, man. As a as a as a um, player. Yeah, his fearlessness hurts him in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And he, he also needs to live to see another day, man. Like, he, you're right, Barrett. I think his arm talent gets him into trouble. Yeah. Like, sometimes yep. just, dude, throw it away, you know? Desperate men seek desperate measures. And this is a desperate point for Cincinnati right now. Yeah, it is. Two, They're on the cusp was, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Two is playing nicked up. But then again, Miami has shown you in a span of seven days, they can play your game and beat you at your own game. They beat Baltimore at their high-scoring game, and they beat Buffalo at a low-scoring, rugged physical game. I I don't know. And and I'm looking at Miami's offense is really good, and their defense is giving up chunks of real estate. A lot of games are shootouts with them. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know what to make of this team, man, but I know they're going to give you 60 minutes of football. I do know that much. Mm-hmm. And Mike Mike McDaniels has uh, already shown that, hey, he's coming at you with stuff you haven't seen on film yet. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, you know. excluding that pa- the Patriots game where they only gave up seven, um, yeah. which is the first game of the season. First game, yeah. They, they've given up 38 in a win. Now, 19 to Buffalo is pretty respectable. That's what right? I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty respectable. So I don't know what to make of this game, dude. To be honest, All I know is you have – I like Cincy. You have – you like Cincy? I do. I like Cincy at home, and they yep. got their all white uniforms on too. Yeah, yeah. I what's like the Cincinnati. point spread? Uh, the 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 Cincinnati is actually favored uh, in the game, so the the spread in tonight's game is three and a half. Cincinnati minus three and a half. <laughs> Don't bet against the house. Don't bet against the house. Let me see who's who's playing though. That's why I need to know. I mean, yeah, that, that's another. No. I mean, we know two of them, but there's yeah. there's other some in, there's some other guys that are pretty banged up. Jamar um, Chase. Wow. Uh, Ooh. Um, they look relatively healthy, man. They're, they're yeah. relatively healthy. Healthy. Cincinnati's I think we'll do a healthy. better. I think whatever it is, whether it's blocking or scheme or getting the ball out quicker, I don't think Burrow's going to get hit quite as much tonight. I, I, I think they're going to be able to at least do something to counter what's been happening. Dude, you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on one side, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. <laughs> T. Higgins. T. Higgins on the other side. Yeah, uh, Yo, be, both sides are relatively healthy, though. Yeah, get your popcorn ready and to, to a hold up. Uh, that's really what it's going to amount Dang. to. Yeah, all right, so that'll do it for us. Hey, tomorrow, Chris Long, Chris Long joining us tomorrow. Hopefully, he's, uh, hopefully, hopefully, the, he's going to be landing yeah. around two. We're hopeful to get him as soon as he gets off his flight, uh, on the phone, but hopefully, we'll have him. He's going to be the honorary captain on Sunday for the Eagles game against the Jaguars, which is fitting considering his old coach, Doug Peterson's on the other side, but we're also going to have Demetrius Harvey who covers the Jags as well. So it's going to be a good one tomorrow. We're closing the week out strong guys. Very strong. This was was pretty good today, man. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. Great information. I hope you guys guys have a great show tomorrow, man. I really do. (laughs) Where where are you going? I I don't know. You tired? I don't know yet, but Degon, Degon got to do with Degon. What what did the former boss tell us? B Brooks? D Gun got to do. You know, got to do. Hey, do what D Gun's got to right. do. Well, D Gun's got to be here at noon tomorrow. That's what he's right. Gonna do. That's what D Gun's got to do. Yes. I don't know about all right. that. I'm so telling. everybody, thanks to Xander. Thanks to all everybody in the in the chat room. Ever all hey, of our man. friends listening. Our, all of our friends stream. Oh, uh, look my, at you. Oh, my turtles are gone, man. Yeah, you ate them all. That's why they're gone. Dang, man. I gotta right. get some more turtles. Don't go anywhere. We got Dan Cilio and the National Football Show coming up. Guys, great job. Thanks to everybody for listening and viewing and hanging with us and streaming. We will talk to you tomorrow, same time, 12 Eastern. Sports Take.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.